Ladies and gentlemen, good afternoon from the flight deck. We're cruising at 37,000 feet. We just passed over the coast. We'll be beginning our descent in about uh, 30 minutes. I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome you to America. Yeah. Uh. Uh. I was made in America, land of the free, home of the brave. And right up under your nose, you might see a sex slave being traded. And we'll do anything for the money. Boy, mama might sell her babies. Sell porn, sell pills, anything to pay the bills, anything to bring that pay. Gotta scratch that itch, gotta scratch them ticks. Ain't rich, but I might be. And I'm a Alright, welcome to episode 10 of Rants, Rays, and BS. We all on here sipping and tipping. <laughs> Alright, you know, we have the same crew. Myself, your boy T. Harvey. We got Mr. Gasson here. What's going on? He riding solo today, so he old school Jeff today, baby. <laughs> he back. He really the angriest man in the sweat tonight, y'all. <laughs> and then we got my boy. We got my boy, Mr. Scruff McGruff. <laughs> Mr. Laffy Taffy. Yo. Mr. Reed Richards. <laughs> Jason White. Y'all give me so many nicknames. Shoot, I can't even keep up. <laughs> oh, you know, we got a packed show tonight. Very excited to get this done. We've been waiting all week to do it. So, yeah. shoot, let's get right into it. This week, we had like a blockbuster trade. Um, they traded Pat Stafford. I mean, I mean, uh, Stat Stafford. I'm, oh, oh, I, mean, I mean, Pat Stafford. <laughs> they traded him. <laughs> Traded, he got traded to the Rams, and Detroit got two first round picks and a third round pick for Stafford and Jared Goff. And yes, yeah, excuse me, and Jared Goff. Yeah, the afterthought. The afterthought. Yes. Hey. <laughs> so, you know, so that like it was big news all week, and with Jason White here being a native Detroit Lions fan. I want to know his immediate thoughts on the on the trade, and then we're gonna dive in to see what's the outlook of the trade and who won it. Okay. So let's go, Jason. Let's see All what right. So being a Lions fan, yes, I hate to see Stafford leave, but I get it. I understand it. You know, we it's a complete rebuild. New head coach, new offensive coordinator, new defensive coordinator. And for him, for his 13th year in the league, yeah, he didn't want to be a part of another rebuild, so I get it. But I do love the trade, not because of Jared Goff, but the value that we got for him. So we get two first-round picks next year, two first-round picks in 2023, and we get a third-round draft pick for this year. Now, with Jared Goff for a quarterback, and I'm not going to lie, I did like the fact that we did get a starting quarterback but not saying that he – personally, I think Jared Goff can play, but this is going to give him a chance to be able to build his own identity. And the reason why I say that is because of this. When he got his contract for $141 million, if I'm not mistaken, that was because of Sean McVay. And then a year and a half later – they had that, you know, falling out, whatever. He basically says he can't win and all this and that. So they basically trade him to Alliance. So with that being said, I think it's going to, I think this year alone for golf being with the Lions, it's really going to be, let's see what you're about. Let's see what you can do. 
So it's going to be a lot of questions after that. Now, Stafford, he's in the best situation imaginable because of the fact that you, you're on a team with a with a outstanding defense. You're, you got, you got Jalen Ramsey and Aaron Donald. You have a good offensive line. You have weapons around you. Not saying he didn't have that in Detroit, but it's good. I think it's going to be better used for what he had with the Rams. So it's going to be really, really interesting to see what he does. I hope he has all the success. And personally, I feel this. This is going to prove that if him going to the Rams is going to show how great of a quarterback he is because he's going to have things in the Rams that he never got in Detroit. Because, every, see, the thing that makes this so tough is everybody wanted to blame the Lions' downfall on Matthew Stafford. It wasn't all on him. When you have a team – okay, I'm, I see you – wait. But it wasn't? What? It wasn't? Think of T. Think about this. Think about this for a minute. I'm gonna ask you a question. What has met? What has been Matthew Stafford's Achilles' heel since he's been in the league? Uh, the fact that he can't win a big game. No, no, no. The fact no, that he's not. No, no, you ask me the question. Let me go. The fact that he can't win a big games. The fact that he always turned the ball over, and the fact that he just is not the guy to get you over the hump. That's the reason why. But go ahead. So, okay, so let me ask you this. Do you think it's beneficial for a quarterback to have an established running game? Yes. Do you know how many times he had um, a 100-yard back in 12 years? No. For a season? He only had that once. Once in 12 years. That speaks volumes. If you're throwing the ball 40 times or 50 times a game – I mean, you're, I mean, yeah. no, no, I ain't trying to hear that. You know why? Because I didn't we, cut you off, but go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, let's, let's talk about this. Yeah, let's talk about this, Patrick. Let's talk. <laughs> when y'all had, when y'all had your offense court, what's the name? Jim Bob Kudo? What was it? Jim Bob Cooter, yes. And even when Bill Callahan was up. Uh, not Bill Callahan. Uh, the same dude that, um, uh, Cowboys OC, Scott Linehan. When both of those Man, people were there, and you had uh, Megatron, right? Y'all was yeah. throwing the ball all over the park. Megatron had a 2,000-yard passing season. Nobody was talking about the running game then. You know, getting out of yards, and Stafford was paying all those stats. Nobody was talking about the running game then, you know, that, because that was y'all identity. He get in trouble, he chuck it up, Kevin wants to go get it or whatever and take it. Right. Okay, so okay, so let me let me ask you this question. Do you think he's gonna have a well-balanced offense with the Rams or what he did? Of course. Okay, okay then. Cause see, this, this, see, I'm I'm glad we actually talking about this. And Jeff, I know you we we're gonna let you bring that. This is my biggest thing. Y'all just want to assume that Stafford is just bad because he plays for the Lions and he just nope. No, I didn't say that. No, I ain't talking. No, I ain't spoke. No, every time, no. Uh-uh. Every time I said something about Stafford, did I say he was bad because he played for the Lions? Or did I say the Lions are bad because they got Matt Stafford as the quarterback? Which one? You really, you really were saying both. No, uh-uh. Nope. I've always said, I've been on the record, I said, the Lions would never win nothing as long as Matt Stafford is the quarterback. And guess who was right? 
Yeah, you have, so okay, so so let me so let me ask you this: Who who do you, so so what you're telling me is you you think that because Stafford's gone and now that we got Jared Goff, we're gonna be a hell of a lot better? I ain't saying that. I didn't say that. I, I'm, I'm, just talking, I'm talking about Stafford. I mean, obviously no, because <laughs> you know <laughs> y'all consider like what you you claim it was like a rebuild, which I don't think it was. I mean, you still got. Good outside receivers. No, 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 no. T, T, T. When you have a new head coach, a new offensive coordinator, and a new defensive coordinator, and a new GM, that's a rebuild. Okay, hold on. Let me jump in right here. Nope. Let, whoa, 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 whoa. That's a rebuild. Nope. Uh-uh. So you don't you don't think we're rebuilding? No. You no. No. Oh, hold on, Sam. Let me let me get this. Let me get this right here. All right. It's not a rebuild because the Falcons are in the exact same position outside of we still have our quarterback we still have our number one receiver we still have technically our number one running back falcons honestly right now we're too old to quote unquote rebuild what the falcons are trying to do what with what they have right now they're trying to give it one last hurrah with who they have we got a new head coach we got a new gm we got we gonna have new coordinators this is not a rebuilding year. Now, if we're not successful this upcoming season, guess what? They're gonna blow it all up. I ain't got no problem with that. So, but, uh, okay. So, so TSB's question: Why do you think we're not in the rebuild? Um, oh, thank you. I'm so glad you asked me that. <laughs> because one, y'all, y'all have killing holiday. That, wait, wait, hold, hold on. on. No, no. Wait, wait, hold, hold up, hold up. That's that. Okay. Do you know that there, there's not a guarantee that he's going to be back with us? He could very well leave this year alone. I mean, I, I mean, understand. That's how free agency works. So how? So how are we not? Well, I'm not. You ain't let me finish my point. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, if they resign him, they got him. You know, Mara Jones. He served. He's serviceable. Like he he did some, he he was like what maybe y'all leave receiver this year? Yeah, because Galladay was and, out. And then you got Hawkinson. He's a Pro Bowl tight end this year. Come on, man. And then like you know even uh Swift Swift he was coming along toward the end of the year. So I mean, it's like when you do a rebuild, it's like you losing like your key pieces, key starters. Like even Stafford, like Goff have achieved more than Stafford has in his entire career already. Golf got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's fair. You know, granted, he had, I, I give it to you, he had a better supporting cast, but the year he got to the Super Bowl, he was playing great. So, okay, so, okay. Matt so, Stafford, Matt Stafford, no, no. He ain't, nobody, he ain't did nothing like that. So, I mean, to me, honestly, as far as quarterbacks go, I can't necessarily say that Stafford is better than Golf. Hell, I can't say golf better than Stafford. You know, I think they both like running the mill quarterbacks. They like Tony Romo in sheep's clothing. Except for they don't uh they uh running around the side show like Tony Romo was and all that. But the thing about it is many teams, like if you look many teams get new coaches. Every year is the character of new coaches. They don't mean they rebuilding. I mean the Cowboys got a new coach last year. You think they were rebuilding? No. And they, oh, they had Super Bowl aspirations. They ain't no they rebuild. Know, you rebuild like you you just dumping away your whole team. The Jets oh. are rebuilding. 
Yeah, the Jets are rebuilding. You know, they're getting rid of the, you know, they no one pick. Jaguars rebuilding. They trade What's away, up? they trade away Ramsey, Bouye, all them people who got them to the AFC Championship. Yeah. You know, oh. Okay, so so let me all right, so let me ask you this question then. Cause your statement, you said that we still have Galladay and we still have Marvin Jones. If they don't suit up. No, well, okay, but no, but but see, no, this is okay. This is gonna be Hawkinson's third year, so he's he's been he's already he's already there. Him and this is gonna be DeAndre Swift's second year. So what I'm asking is this: if 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 God and and uh, Marvin Jones Jr. they're 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 two go-to guys. If they don't suit up for the Lions in 2021, you're not gonna consider this a rebuild. What we're doing, if they're not there, Green. Not really, because at the end of the day, y'all still like y'all have young weapons. Like this is my thing, and I didn't. I for, I totally forgot y'all had DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swift is going into what his second season. Yeah, Jared Goff is going to be going into what like his sixth season. Marvin Jones is still a young receiver, so they have pieces. I'm not sure what they offensive line looks like. But like, Marvin Jones may not be there. That's what I'm trying to tell okay, you. Okay, I got you. I, I got and see you, and and that's what that's that's truly why I'm asking. Like I I don't know, like all the. Um, the okay, look, 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 look. Here, okay, look. Here's the deal. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm since since I'm a, since I'm a Lions fan and I, and I know what I'm talking about when it comes to them. I will say this: the reason why we may lose out on God because you gotta think about this for a minute. We didn't give him a new deal in the off season. He comes back. He plays very little and gets hurt. We didn't even put him on IR, number one. And the fact that he's restricted, he can, they're, they're talking about him going to the Giants. They're talking about Baltimore, possibly. And I think it was two other teams that were mentioned. So we may lose out on him. Mm-hmm. Marvin Jones, he could be easily out because he was Calvin Johnson's replacement. He only got a four-year deal. This was it. So there's no guarantee that we may resign him. So if we lose those two guys, and you're telling me we gotta rely on a on a tight end that's going into his third year, and Swift, that's a second year dude. And I get it that you have golf, but when you look at behind the scenes and what's going on with with the new coach, the new offensive coordinator, new defensive uh, defensive coordinator, new GM, to me that that's a rebuild. I get I get where you're going, but now you have to consider with maybe not getting Marvin Jones, you know, let's see what they try to do in uh, free agency. You know, it, it, there are things, there are other things to consider. And I mean, I, I definitely get it. So let me just kind of jump in right here. Like, if I, I mean, I've, I've, <laughs> I felt like the trade was initially even. I mean, I, even in the in the sense of you're basically swapping the same quarterback. One is just ten years younger. There's um, and, and so it's it's and I had to think about it like, dang, okay, think about it. I had to think about like who won the trade short term, who won the trade long term. I, I wanted to say that the Lions won it long term and that the Rams won it short term, but I, I literally just sat here and thought about it. I, 
the Rams won to me. Here's why I say that. Nah. Uh, hold on, hold on, ahead, hold on. Wait a minute. Hear me ahead. out. Hear me out. I feel like I feel like the Lions won short term. Uh, the Rams won in short term because they are trying to win now. I do. I do think Stafford is slightly better <clears throat> than Golf, even though the, in essence they're the same quarterback. But I thought about it long term. I mean, yeah, okay. Rams don't have no draft picks. Here's why I said they still won long term. I have no faith in the Lions front office. I just don't. I, I, I don't. Uh, it's one thing to have draft picks, it's another thing to draft the right players. Yes. I'll be drafting. I'll be having first round draft picks for a long but. time, and I'm not. And I'm not. I'm not even saying that to be funny. Like you, they drafted Calvin Johnson, and he just made it to the Hall of Fame. Congratulations, Calvin Johnson. They wasted his. Excuse me. His career was pretty much wasted in Detroit. So it's like. Do I really truly have faith in the Lions front office? I don't. Think about the coach they just hired. We don't know where he came from, and he might be a good coach. I don't know, but I don't have a lot of faith because did y'all see his press conference? What the fuck was that? It was some absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. That doesn't mean he can't coach. I could very well be wrong based off of his press conference. I just don't trust the Lions front office. I, I don't. You know, Jason, I, I, you know, that's your team. You support them. I feel for you. Hell, I'm a Falcons fan. But it, I, so in theory, on paper, did the Lions truly get the better end of the deal? They did on paper. But what you going to do with it? That's my that's my question. What you gonna do with all them draft picks? I got something to say, but T, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you if if you got anything else, I'm gonna let you get this off. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So Jeff, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but there there's one thing you gotta consider about about this deal. Mm-hmm. The Stafford going to the Rams is is gonna is gonna say this. The pressure, believe it or not, is on Sean McVay. I would agree with that. And here, and here's why I say that. Because you were the one that wanted golf to get his money. And he did. Mm-hmm. A year and a half later, he's gone. So if you got a effort that's better than golf, that's gonna show, hey, guess what? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, it's your show, you're gonna ride it. And if the Rams don't compete or not competitive. That's going to look bad for Sean McVay because you basically said, okay, we gave golf this type of money. Now a year and a half later, he's out and, and all this and that. So I think Stafford's in a great position. It, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Now for the Lions, you're absolutely right. Management, it's a mess. But, I, but here's something else to consider. The GM that we just got came from the Rams in, in Brad Holmes. Okay. He must see something in Jared Goff that maybe we don't know about. And that's why I'm saying if you put him in a situation, this is a chance for Jared Goff to establish his his identity. And if the relationship is I mean, made, you got Anthony, you, you got Anthony Lynn who 
who I'm very happy of having as the offensive coordinator because yeah, I, 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 that's I think that's going to be a real good plus for us. That's a good pickup, yeah. So it's, it's going to be time. And when it comes to the draft picks, we don't know. But I'll tell you this. If we are smart with those draft picks, then I think time will tell what right. it is that's going to happen. So as far as saying who won long-term, it's tough to say. But I promise you this. If the Rams win a Super Bowl somehow – then they they won that deal regardless. And I was gonna say I was gonna make that point. Like, you know, and I mean, you you know, you you brought up uh Goff and establishing his identity. <laughs> we know what Jared Goff is at this point. Like he to me, he's a step above Alex Smith. He's a game manager that they tried to make a gunslinger in LA. He's not a gunslinger. But okay, but but okay, so Jeff, let me ask you this. So in other words, what you're saying is the same Jared Goff that was in LA, he's gonna be like that in Detroit. Yeah. I disagree with that. I don't know. And I, I don't, You should. He's but, your quarterback. <laughs> but, 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 but no, but no, but but, but, see, but he is what he is. But see, but see, this is my thing. This is my thing because this so basically. The Jared Goff that we get with the that we see with LA is gonna be the same Jared Goff in Detroit. We may not necessarily know that. That's basically saying that, hey, we know what Matthew Stafford is in Detroit. He's gonna be the same way with the Rams. I disagree with that. My, I agree with my, you agree with everything. Uh, shut man, up. Matt Stafford is not no doggone savior. This man, you know, and, and Shannon Sharp made an excellent point about this. Matt Stafford was at Georgia. Oh, he I, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. yeah. Did he win? Nope. No. Because who's in the way? Himself. I would say Alabama, but I'm not 100% sure. No, back then? No, it wasn't even. No, no. Matt Stafford. No, it, it, he couldn't even beat Florida, could he? No. No. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> And then, and then you fast forward to the NFL. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he made some play. You know, he had these big games. Rob Parker calls him Pat uh, Stat Pat because that's all he do. He passed that. He got those empty like calories. <coughs> okay, pass. now let let me say this. I now the years that Matt Stafford was at Georgia, he was under Mark Rick. Mark Rick was not a coach to get you over the hump. Oh, I'm not oh, making an excuse. I, I disagree with that. Let the Florida State shit go. Let it go. Because <laughs> he proved he wasn't shit in Miami. So, <laughs> let me say this about Stat Padford. He did not have great coaching or great offensive coordinators throughout his career. I will give Matt Stafford this for real. He's got a hell of a play caller in Sean McVay. So, you know, depending on how they run their offense or depending on how well Matt Stafford can do, you know, I think he can do some things, but he can't He can't be the Matt Stafford that just airs that bitch out. Like, he can't just 
He can't sling it like that. He got to, he has to work within the offense and he does need a running game. So Jason, I will give you that point of not having a thousand yard rusher, but Matt Stafford is still who he is. I'm not saying quarterbacks are all the same wherever they go, but we know what Matt Stafford it like. This has been Matt Stafford, his career. This has been Jared Goff, his career. They are what they are. Like, there was no really peak that Matt Stafford went on. There was no real peak that Jared Goff went on because that was the running game and the defense when they went to the Super Bowl. And that was proof. They scored nine points in the Super Bowl. They went to the Super Bowl to kick three field goals. Jared Goff is who he is. Now, if Jared Goff can somehow miraculously pull off pull off an MVP, hey, then shit, you got me. But we'll see. No, I was, no, but okay. Here, okay. Here's the thing, and I know we kind of been back and forth on this, but this, this, is, the, this is the way I this is the way I look at it. When it comes to Stafford, here's what you got. Here's what you got to realize. When you are around talent on both sides of the ball, that's going to make your team better than actually what what it is that you think. And you got to, and the reason why I say that is because of this. Yeah, Stafford passed up yards. First off, fuck Ron Parker and everything that he says, okay? I've never been a Ron Parker fan he's for right. anything that comes he's out of his right. mouth. Yeah, anything that comes out. No, he's, no, he's not. No, because half the stuff he be saying is 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 BS anyway. But, half the stuff he said is true, done been true. No, half the yeah, hatred. Yeah, okay, hatred look, 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 half the, look, 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 that's you. <laughs> Look, that's your truth, and you can believe in that joke if you want to. Because, see, and as a matter of fact, I'm willing to say this. I hope Matthew Stafford wins the Super Bowl with the Rams. You want to know why? Because that's going to prove so much dividends of how good of a player that he actually is as opposed to what he's giving credit for now. Because, see, this is the problem that that I have with, with this whole argument. Basically, what I'm getting is, you see the man play, you know what he can do and what he can't do, and that's not going to change or get any better when he's with a different team. And that's the issue that I had, because think about it. Matthew Stafford is going to have the defense. The offense, he's got a great play call, so we don't know what's going to happen. Jared Goff, all I can say about him is I just hope he, he, he just comes and he just plays and he does – Decent. That's all I can <laughs> Defense, uh, the Lions defense is trash. It's horrible. It's horrendous. I'm the first one to admit it. So if Jared Goff just does decent and y'all ain't got no defense, guess what? The no, Lions ain't going to be shit. Yeah, and yeah, and guess what? And that's why those draft picks are going to help because I'm going to tell you this. Do I feel that they should? Now, I'm gonna, I'm, I'll be the first to admit it. When they traded Stafford, I said, we need to get a quarterback. We need to get somebody for the future. I'm going to tell you this. If Jamar Chase from LSU, that wideout is available with that seventh pick, they need to snag him up. I disagree. Y'all need defense, man. Why? Y'all need defense. Let let me tell you, all the years that Stafford played, what are the years y'all went to the playoff? The year y'all defense were playing decent. That's it. That was the only top 10 defense that he had. Exactly. 
And he went to the playoffs. But otherwise, like he played the same. He played the same. He like he has okay, okay. okay. So, so okay. I'm so, just saying, y'all need to draft a defensive player. But uh what are y'all drafting at this year? We're drafting we got the seventh pick. Okay. So what what do y'all who are y'all projected to uh, draft? We're projected to draft Jamar Chase or Devontae Smith is what they're talking about. So y'all in the rebuild though. Yeah. Okay, you know what? We spent too much, too much of we spent too much of this podcast so far talking about losers. Let's talk about some winners now. Let's move on to the Super Bowl. Oh, damn, fuck you. <laughs> Let's move on to the Super Bowl. As you know, tomorrow is the Super Bowl. Uh, we have Tampa Bay versus oh damn, Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Kansas City Chiefs, they don't get old as hell. Somebody had a brain fart. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, we've got uh, everybody dumbass like the goat versus the baby goat. Now, how do you think – I want y'all to give me two things. I want right. you to tell me how you think the game – I want score prediction, and I want to know why you picked that score and how you think the game will go. All right. <clears throat> My score prediction is Kansas City – 38, Tampa Bay, 30. I, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's, it's, it's going to be a shootout. Um, I just – I think we – I obviously, we saw our preview of this. Um, I think it was week 12 when they played. Um, I, I just – I believe Patrick Mahomes will – be at his best. And I will say, I think Tom Brady's going to be at his best. Um, That's why I think it's going to be a shootout. I just, it's going to be hard to stop either one of those offenses because Brady is Brady. Um, Mahomes is Mahomes. Um, But I I will say this. Kansas City, I believe Kansas City, at least I'm hoping Kansas City will jump out to a lead early. And if I think if they jump out to a lead early, Tampa ain't gonna have no choice but to sling it. And you know, I do just think it's gonna potentially come down to, you know, a, a, a one score drive. And I just think Kansas City's gonna put the put the game away late. It'll be, I don't know, thirty five what thirty five thirty, and they'll they'll kick field goal to, potentially to be up by eight points. And I don't know. I, I don't know why, but that's just what I think the score will be. I think Mahomes, I think he wins his second straight Super Bowl MVP. All right. All right. Hey, got a reasoning right there. Um, Jason White? I got the Chiefs beating the Bucks 27 to 24. Ooh. Oh, low scoring, a low scoring game. Yeah, and I think, I mean, Kansas City to me, they're going to have the best offense. But I think Tampa is going to show up. They're they are going to play. I mean, talk about home field advantage when you're having the Super Bowl at your own stadium. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. But I just feel that Mahomes is going to do his thing. I think him and Brady hit. It's going to be a chess match. 
basically. Like both guys, they'll be able to score, put up points, but um, defense is going to show up and it's going to be, it's going to be a real close game, but I think they're going to pull it out by three. So mm. it's going to be interesting, but I, I got Kansas city win 27, 24. Yeah. Now, you know, that's, that's very interesting. I think it's going to be the Kansas city chiefs. My score prediction I'm going with 38 to 24. Whoa! A blowout. Oh, what? Well, yeah. yeah. 14 points. For a Super Bowl. That's a yes. blowout. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I'm going to tell you why. Wow. Because wow. I'm going to base off the first game they played, it was on a blowout arc. But it's kind of like Kansas yeah. City took, took the, uh, you know, they, took, they did take their foot off the gas, I think. Foot off the gas. Thank you. Yeah. And Boy, uh, Tyree so, Kim, glad he didn't play. Yeah, and um, you know, Todd Bowles, you know, he like to do a lot of risque stuff, and the Reed be ready for that stuff, man. They be ready for that stuff. They got the athletes and thing like that. Um, yeah. thinking about it, Tampa got some corners. They, you know, they they decent, but they bigger corners. And uh, yeah. Kansas, but, and they risk takers. Yeah, risk takers, bigger corners. We can't see they have those quick movement guy, Cole Hartman, got Tyree Hill. You know, they're not good for big corners. You know what I mean? That's true, yeah. And then, like, you know, and Kelsey eats up everything on the middle, so you can't properly mm-hmm. double them like you want yeah. to or focus yeah. on attention. So, yeah, you know, right. I, I think that Tampa's not going to be able to stop you, boy. Now, the only possible – the only thing I'm concerned about is that left tackle who got hurt with the Achilles or uh, Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that can be a problem, but I think that, you know – and I think I believe Le'Veon Bell will have a big game myself. I know really? Clyde, I know Clyde Edwards allows a starter, but I think Le'Veon Bell will probably be a better bet in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, as far like you know, with experience and playmaking ability, yeah, thing like that, and being able to receive because you know, Tampa gonna be sitting that pressure. You know, I'm pretty sure they're gonna have running back routes. To, you know, alleviate that. Yeah, yeah, jump offs and things like that. And I think uh, Le'Veon Bell would be good for that, along with, you know, because he's a bigger running back, for one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but as far as, like, time ago, like, I think that I don't really have much faith in the Kansas City's defense, but I think that they're good for about some good stops. They're good for good stops. I don't disagree that I – you know, I don't disagree that I – don't trust their defense like that, but I, I think they just have they have just enough playmaking ability on defense. Like, and I'm gonna tell you, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't really big on Honey Badger coming yeah. out of college, mainly because of his height. Yeah, but yeah. he, they, there's something to be said about somebody that just has a nose for the ball. Yeah, Honey Badger has man. a nose for the ball, man, and yeah. I think, you know. They they'll do they they to me Kansas City's defense is the definition of bend but don't break. BBD, and, yeah. And Tampa's defense is blitz or bust. <laughs> they either they either breaking or they ain't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There there's no there's no gray area with Tampa's defense. So it's like if they if their blitzing does not get to uh, Mahomes, he's gonna eat them up. And if they don't blitz. With their receivers that Kansas City has, they're gonna eat them up. Yeah. So 
Tampa's going to either have to get to Mahomes, either they're going to get to Mahomes or they won't because we know they're going to blitz. Right, right. And if they don't blitz, Mahomes is going to have a field that he's going to pass a long way. You want to know what's interesting, and it's been kind of – it's been kind of quiet this week, but Antonio Brown is playing. Yeah. And, you know, he's been wanting to, you know, like, not saying he hasn't been there this year, but it's like, you know, it, this could be one of the games that Antonio Brown just snapped. Could be. I, I mean, could be, but, but that's the thing. Like, Tampa's offense is built for three 100-yard receivers in a game. Because they literally throw the ball 40, 45 times a game. And I know Tom Brady isn't quote unquote built that way, but that's what he's done because that's the offense that he's in. Right. So it's like, would it shock me if Antonio goes for 100 and Evans goes for 80, 85, and Goodwin goes for 85, 90? No, but it's just games like this. I, you got to be able to run the ball, or you got to be. And which brings me to my next point. You know, a lot of people missing the fact that a lot of times this year when Tampa lost or, you know, they lost games, is those games where they didn't get a run established, right? Right. If you look back at these playoff games, they, they didn't have success on the ground running the ball. They did that versus the Saints, you know what I mean? Um, because that's something. I'm pretty sure they did emphasis on that because that first game, they, they had, like, set a record for the least rushing yards in the game. Mm-hmm. So they did that against the Saints, and, of course, they did that against Green Bay. You know, they had, like, a ton of rushing yards on the ground versus Green Bay. And the thing about <laughs> it is, I think that – and that's the reason why I had my score. I think that Kansas City going to jump out jump out on them again, and then they're going to be forced to be, like, one dimensional and just pass the ball. And I, yeah. and I think this Super Bowl is going to be – I'm going to make a bold prediction right now. Okay. Tom Brady is going to make a lot of mistakes, and I say he's going to have at least two picks in this game. And that's mm. and that is going to be the death toll on that team. Mm. Tom Brady is going to be the one who makes mistakes this game and costs his team to win. Lose. You want to know what's funny? I, mean, I, I, I said, did I say cost them the win? Oh, cost them the win. I got you. Okay. okay. I got you. You, you want to you wanna know what's funny, though, real quick? Um, the first game of the year, I mean, Tyreek Hill was going off. Like, he didn't play that second half. He could have easily had well over 300, 300 yards the way that offense was looking. He didn't play the second half. He didn't play the second half of that. Um, the when Kansas City and Tampa played the regular season. Sure. Yeah, he had like two hundred. He had like. But it was a it was yards. a close game. Yeah. Okay. He I played the second half. No, 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 no. Cincinnati. Shut up. <laughs> I gotta. I gotta look up his. I gotta look up his stats again. Maybe I'm. Yeah, I'm, Cincinnati. Shut up. No, but, but here, okay, wait. To finish my point, he's going to get double teamed the whole game. We know that's just going to open up for uh, Kelsey. Kelsey and Le'Veon Bell. 
and Edwards Hilaire if they decide to go that route. Yeah. So they're they're gonna have the playmakers on offense. And and don't underestimate Nicole Hartman now. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Don't let him, don't let him get behind you. Is Sam Watkins playing? They said he is a be- I believe. Yeah. That's even more. And look, and my thing with Watkins, all you need is for him to be a decoy. Exactly. He ain't played like all year. Exactly. So I mean, uh, look, even on a even when they had a worst game, they still managed to score 30 points. Kansas City does. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> You know, I just I don't see it. I, I I don't see no scenario where Tampa wins this game. Yeah. You know, I mean, but if 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 some if if somehow some way they do end up winning, the first thing they're gonna say was, "Oh, they played at home." It could be my bias against Tom Brady, but that don't, that that really don't matter, especially in a year like this, COVID. Yeah, I don't. You know, and and, you, and that is a good point because I definitely have a bias against a bias against him too. Why don't they just have the Super Bowl in Detroit every year? Because Lord knows what going. But but this year truly has been has not been like any other. So I don't even look at Tampa being uh the first home game to host the, you know, first home team to be in the Super Bowl. I don't look at that as a big deal. Number one, it's hardly gonna, I mean, it's gonna be fans, but not like that. Number two. Kansas City already beat them there this year. Yeah. They already know how to play them at home. And I think Kansas City is that type of team where home field doesn't affect them in a negative way. They know how to lock that stuff out. Not only that, they was right there in the Super Bowl last year. So, you know, and they had to go every Super Bowl, you know, generally teams have to go away anyway. So yeah. it's yeah. just like a process. That process hasn't changed at all. Right, absolutely. You know, absolutely. You know, like you said, they beat them there, but like you said, they they was there last year, but Tampa hasn't been there. They got a roster full of dudes who haven't. The only one that's been there is Brady. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's going to be you know advantage Kansas City. You know, for like the spread go because nerves, nerves, the Super nerves are a true thing when it comes to. You've seen it with Mahomes last year. Like even yeah. like go back and go to Cam Newton, you know we saw it with him. Yeah, yeah, and they were able to pull it out last year. Yeah, amazingly. So you know that that's gonna be something interesting to see. Now, as far as um, Super Bowl, like we talked about, like uh, Tom Brady, of course. Talked about that bastard. <laughs> 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 you know, this is his tenth Super Bowl. And uh, you know, I forgot why I seen this. You know, you know, because everybody comparing like LeBron and Tom Brady, because they both been the ten finals, and Le- excuse me, LeBron been the ten finals, and Brady been the ten Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I have a question: like, which one do you think is harder to do, make it to ten finals or make it to ten Super Bowls? You want to take it, Jason? Sure, NBA Finals, no question. No question? Yeah. This is going to be interesting. Here's the reason why. (laughs) NBA Finals, as as a basketball playoffs as opposed to football playoffs, that's single elimination. 
you can you if anything sometimes it takes you four games to the Super Bowl sometimes it takes you three depending on where you're if you got home field advantage you get that first round buyer with not mm-hmm. a playoffs that's best out of seven so and and there's no buys there's no rest you gotta play that that first round game that second round game that conference finals and then you get you get to the finals so to me um football is if you have like great great quarterbacks like back in the day like when the Super Bowl first started if you had a great quarterback I mean you were in the Super Bowl your defense could be terrible but if you had a quarterback that can put up points I mean yeah you'd be in it and that kind of carried out you know throughout the years I know the evolutionary it changed because of defense and all this and that I get that but basketball I mean, it's, it's way more difficult because, I mean, it, it's a tougher road, I feel. And basketball, if you're just like, it, you know, it's like football. It, like basketball, you can lose a game and it may not hurt you per se as far as trying to get to the finals because you got to win a series. As opposed to football, if you lose that one game, you're out. Okay. Now, your reason. Wait, wait. No, you, uh, let me, all right, let, go. All right, let go, me have go. it. Let me have it. Let me have it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I got a feeling, but go. All yeah, right, I'm going right. to take it from you, Jeff. Okay. Jason, cool, cool. your reasoning is exactly the reason why I say it's harder to make it to the Super Bowl. You know why? Because it's one and done. <laughs> like you said, you have a bad game in football, right? Mind you, I'm gonna I'm I'm hit you with some points now. Ooh, boy, I'm gonna hit you with some Damn it! <laughs> yes, Jeff. Mind you, you have a bad game in football, you know, it's over. You ain't get a chance to come back and do it again. It's over. You can have a you can have a bad game, get blown out by like 30, 40 points in the NBA. And you can come back in this game and beat them. That just happened a lot. It happens a lot. A lot. A lot. Not to mention the fact that in the NBA, the same team generally goes to the finals all the time. The NBA, what sport has more teams to have two pieces or three pieces? The NBA or the NFL? There hasn't been a back to a, a back to back Super Bowl champ since New England. <laughs> exactly, because it's hard to get there again. But in basketball, it's easy to get there. You know, you got dudes in football, you know, these, a lot of the stars, they just want one ring. But in basketball, you, you consider great, you have to have three or four rings, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, so that's another point. And then let's add another factor in that a lot of people overlook when it comes to this. Football, you have outside conditions. You can have a game where it's snowing. You can have a game where it's raining, you know? And if you're a team that's built on timing and finesse, that rain and snow can throw you off. And like add that with the fact that you'll have one opportunity to win or go home, you know, that makes it even more difficult. Whereas in basketball, you're dealing with ideal conditions the whole time. Because you inside, everything's controlled, mm-hmm. all that. So you're dealing with ideal conditions every time. Football, anything can happen. Now, uh, especially like injuries, Injuries are more prevalent in football than they are it's in basketball. Contact. It's, a, it's a truly yeah. contact sport. So that's another point. Like, it's just so hard to get, get the things. That, uh, uh, just look at Aaron Rodgers. Everybody, think about his career. 
Everybody say he's so great. Guess how many Super Bowls he's been to? One. So, I mean, hey, even some of the greatest teams, like, you know, my Cowboys, they couldn't go three. Uh, they won three, but they, they didn't do a three-peat. Three in four years. Yeah. Like, they, didn't, they didn't win three straight. Yeah, even at New England, they won, like, what, three or four years as well. Mm-hmm. Those are about, like, the only two teams in, like, decades that have done something. But how many teams in the NBA won two, three championships or three out of four years? It happens all the time. Like you can basically predict who going to the finals every year in the NBA. But in football, you can't do it. So that's my reason. I'm sorry, Jeff. Damn. <laughs> so, obviously, I believe that it's harder to win a Super Bowl, win multiple Super Bowls than versus NBA championships. Like, and now, I will say this. One of the points that I have, you didn't make, so I was kind of happy about hey, that. Hey, okay. So he's on the ball for everybody. So, so where I was going with it was the one of the major differences between the NBA and the NFL. NBA, the free agents, free agents can control where they go. Whereas the NFL, it's not that you can't, but it's always in your best interest, especially in the NFL, to have a no tra- a no trade clause. Whereas you can, the, they'll waive their no trade clause when ownership comes to them and lets them know where they may potentially trade them to see Deshaun Watson. Like Lamar Jackson just won the MVP last year. Lamar Jackson just won his first playoffs, playoff game this year. Guess what? He won his first playoff game. Next round, he was gone. It's is so hard because, like you said, Terrence, you're one and done. And that was going to be my main point. But I think about free agency. LeBron James has basically changed the whole landscape of the NBA. And the way he changed the landscape was, hey, guys, come play with me and we'll win. See Miami. Oh, let me go back to Cleveland. Let me get uh, – so Kyrie's already there. Let me get Kevin Love to come with me. All right, they 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 only won one, but they went four years in a row. Miami won two, they went four years in a row. Part of the reason why LeBron James has been able to go to so many is as much as he has, is because he's gotten the players, he's he's literally handpicked his teammates. He's literally handpicked his coaches. So you think in NFL players have that kind of power to pick their coaches? No. They, they ain't got that kind of power. The NFL, like, is look at Seattle when they won their Super Bowl. What was that, 2015? Yes, they went back the next year and they lost. They ain't sniffed the Super Bowl since. That shit hard. It's, and because you have so many different elements to the game, you got defense, you got special teams, you got offense. It's like if one of those is off in a game, guess what? You're going to lose. And if one of those is off in is off in, in a playoff game, you can hang it up. So, you know, and that's the, look at how many times, how many times, how many, look at how many teams have come from huge deficits in the NBA. We literally had, 
two teams. We had um, Golden State come back on OKC down 3-1 in the Western Conference Finals. Then turn around in the NBA Finals, Cleveland came back on them 3-1. They have, you have so many opportunities to correct a lost game. You lose a game in the NFL playoffs, yeah. So, you know, that, that I, you know, and I mean, to each his own for what you think is, is, is more difficult or easier. But, you know, I just, football, man, you one and done. That's it. I respect it. I don't agree with it, but I respect it. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> we right, Jason White. We right. <laughs> Now, all right, so all this talk about football, it's time for our, our next segment. All right, this week we're going to do our top five Super Bowls that we've watched in our lifetime. Top five Super Bowls that we've watched in our lifetime. So, uh, without further ado, let's see which one of y'all want to start us off. Jeff, you go ahead. Okay. Now, <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to give a disclaimer. The disclaimer is, I don't want neither one of you two nor anybody else <laughs> to what? expect me to have a certain particular Super Bowl on this list because it is not on there. <laughs> so I'm just gonna go ahead and put that out there right now. <laughs> it ain't on now. So <laughs> number five, I you got an honorable mention. No, I, I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't think about that. Man, no. I think you the real honorable mention for everybody after last week. Fuck you, fat man. No, I'm, I'm sorry, not fat man. You fat fuck. <laughs> All right, number five, Super Bowl twenty nine, San Francisco versus San Diego. So I'm gonna tell you why this is number five. Hold on. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Hey, hey, let him finish this list before you. I'm, I'm gonna tell you why. It's number five because as a child. Crazy as hell. I grew up a 49ers fan. So, yeah. Yeah. What? Hello. Why is that the first I'm hearing of this? That was probably because Dion was a Falcon. They got traded to the 49ers. I no, think. no. Let him change. Let no, him no, no, no. My, my cousin, one of my favorite cousins growing up, he was a 49ers fan. So, I just kind of follow behind him. And you know how, like, you know, when you first see a team, you know, you hear about a team. You just you keep following them, and then I always had a love for Jerry Rice. So I wasn't thinking about the home team because I just wasn't thinking about it. So it's like when your favorite team makes it to the Super Bowl, quote unquote, that's who you pull for. And that was at the time that was just a great feeling for me being what ten years old. So mm -hmm. that's it. so they're number five, number four is Super Bowl 47, Baltimore versus San Francisco. Number three is Pittsburgh versus Arizona. <laughs> Number two 
Super Bowl 52, Philadelphia versus New England. My favorite, my top Super Bowl all time was Super Bowl 42, the New York Giants versus the New England Patriots. New England went 18 and 1. I was so happy to see them lose. I ain't never been a Giants fan. I, Me either. Matter of fact, I don't like the Giants. Me either. But, and, and I get it, Terrence, but to see the perfect season get ruined. Yes. It brought my heart and soul so much joy. <laughs> and the, the number, going back to number two real quick, to see Tom Brady pass for a record, 505 that Skip Bayless always talks about in a losing effort, and that did my heart some good, too. <laughs> so that's those, those what does your heart good is when people fail. <laughs> and they play good, but then they fail. <laughs> Nope. So that's my top five. Yeah. Dang, he just cut off. Yeah, man. I, I can't turn my camera off if I want to. You, no, you good. Go ahead. <laughs> you, right. you next. You next. I, I'm going next. Yes, I am. All right. My top five Super Bowls in my lifetime goes like this. Okay. I'm, you know what? I'm going to do an honorable mention. Okay. I'm gonna do I'm, yeah. I'm gonna do a Jason White Memorial honorable mention. <laughs> I'm going to do Seattle versus the Patriots. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. the beast mode game. They yeah, yeah. Where they should have gave him the ball. Yes. Okay. All right. So my number five, I would have to say. The Giants versus the Patriots, two. Not okay. the first one. Not yeah. not the perfect season. The Mario Manningham one. We caught that uh, fantastic throw-in catch yeah. on the side. I mean, yeah. and you know what? I really could have had that as my honorable mention because I was trying to decide which one of those I was going to play. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, I'm, I should have let honorable mention out because, like I said, it got ruined last week. But um, <laughs> number four, I have – Eagles versus the Patriots, two. Okay. Uh, the one you know, the Nick Foles. Yeah, game, I, like, I, I, we that, know that was a great game, and they were going back and forth all the way until the end. Yeah. You know, um. So, and well, well, I'm at number three. Yeah, number three, I have the San Francisco 49ers versus the Baltimore Ravens. That game came down to the last play. Yeah. And you know, in the end zone, and which you know, some say it's a PI, and you know, I I concur, but yeah. hey, it is what it is, you know. And you know, I have to say this like everybody talk about Kaepernick, try to act like he wasn't good enough, like they magically forget that he was in the Super Bowl and one play away from winning, yeah, right. Okay, that all was right, a terrible no call that final play. Number three, uh, one minute, number two, I think, yep. I think you're on two, yeah. All right, number two, no other than, you know, I and I hate to choose this one for obvious reasons why, but it was a great Super Bowl. The Steelers versus the Cardinals. <laughs> like, you know, it was a yeah. great Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, you know, Arizona had that game that Kurt won through that stupid pick six at the end of the half. Yeah. And then, like, they came roaring back and the big Larry Fitzgerald play, 
And like the only thing I ever gave Roffin Sucker credit for is that last drive, that last throw, um, yeah. you know, in the back of the end zone. That's on. And of course, my number one, Jeff. I'm surprised. I'm ashamed. I'm ashamed of you, man, that you absolutely just overlooked this one. Don't do it. Don't do it, man. Don't my do number it. one. Don't don't do it to me, man. Come on, man. Come on, man. Come on, come on, man. And, and it ain't no overlook, goddammit. Oh, not, it is not the 28 to 3 debacle of the Atlanta Falcons. Okay. Where, All right. You know, it is not okay. the worst choke job in the history of the Super Bowl. It is not <laughs> the one where at halftime they showed a picture of Dr. King's face over there smiling. When uh, the Atlanta Falcons were running back, are you just gonna yeah. just say what it is then? Oh, oh I'm sorry, I got off the guard. <laughs> <laughs> Number one is the St. Louis Cardinal. I'm sorry, St. Louis Rams versus the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I and you know what? That is an oversight on my part because yeah. when we when we talked about this list, I, that one just kept playing over and over in my head. Yeah, and I just I just I forgot honestly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I really I should have took the San Francisco and San Diego off and put that one in there somewhere. Honestly, like you know, you know, I get called a hater a lot, you know, <laughs> which a lot of it I feel is unwarranted. But when it comes to Tom Brady, I am a hater. I don't give a damn what nobody say. You know, honestly, I I really could have put that little thing in there. It really was yeah. a great game, but I, yeah, yeah, I just hate the fact I just hate the fact that Tom Brady won. I could have yeah. put the first Super Bowl that he won in there. I just hate the fact. Which won. it was. That was a great Super Bowl. Yeah, that was a great Super Bowl. I just hate mm. the fact that he won, so I just couldn't do it. Right. All right, Jason White. All right, now. Hey, and before you start, please don't come with no bullshit like you did last week, man. I'm sorry. That, can that's can, last I, can, can that was, wait, that was can, a stain can, on this show. Can, can, wait, wait, wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Did I interrupt you on your list just now? Uh, I. I ain't interrupting you. I said oh, before okay. you so start. Not- <laughs> I said before you start. I said before you start. Look, that was last week, and I think y'all will be really proud of this list. So I don't want to hear shit. So, so shut the fuck I up. I hope so. Let me do my list. You got to watch that bad taste of America's mouth of the Jacket Brown debacle. The bottom right. last year, last week. All right. what, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. All right. So my top five Super Bowls. Okay. The first one, honorable mention, Super Bowl 36, the Patriots and the Rams. That's my honorable mention. Okay. All right. Number five. And I and to, to be honest, I'm kind of surprised that y'all left this one out, but Super Bowl 25, the Giants and the Bills. The reason why I had that as number five, because that is honestly the first Super Bowl that I truly watched from beginning to end. I ain't as old as you. I didn't see that one. I <laughs> I did see it, but All right. I wasn't even I wasn't even watching football. Yeah, I, then, so I, I, I do remember that, but that I really, was yeah, that was the first Super Bowl that I that I recall from beginning to end and all. And all. You probably watched like your dad's a giant fan, so that's probably why you were watching, right? Well, yeah, and plus the I'm not gonna tell you how he celebrated, so that's beside that. So Number four, Super Bowl. Oh, 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 go ahead. No, I'll tell you the story in a minute. I'll tell you the story. 
Oh, okay, right. okay. All right. All right. Okay. So, Number, right. <laughs> number four, I've got Super Bowl 34, the Rams and the Titans. That's why I have number four. And number four. Would you let me finish? <laughs> Damn. Hey, it's his number, list, man. Number yes, yes. Cause cause because when you I think you'll get it when you when you see the, the next three. Number three. Sorry, Jeff. Got to do it to you. Yeah, I knew somebody was going to do it. I knew somebody was going to do it. The Patriots and the Falcons at number three. Bullshit. And that's, and that's that's only because of the big-ass lead that they blew. So, number two. This would be on there. Goal 43, the Steelers and the Cardinals. At number two. Number one. Same as you, Jeff. I got the Giants and the Patriots at number one. <laughs> well, you get a slight reprieve then. All right. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I ain't mad at that list. Um, I probably, had I thought more thoroughly, I would have had, I wouldn't have had the, um, what was it, the Titans and the uh, Rams at four. Um, but I, but that's really only because I don't have my own team and the, their debacle in there. Because truth be told, that should have been in there on mine, but I ain't going to do that to my damn self. Yeah. That's why I have to say, I'm, I'm really surprised that you that you had the Tennessee Titans and the St. Louis round game at number four. As much as you rave about that Super Bowl, on several occasions, I've heard you talk, we've talked about this, and you know you bring that up because and, see, you because got it number be, four. Be, but no, That's but, fair but see, see, wait, 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 but wait a minute, wait a minute. Here, okay, wait. Here's what you got to read that game alone. That game was like maybe two years after we first knew each other. Think about the games that have taken place after that. They still ain't as good as that one. All right, all right. Look, like that one literally listen, came down. Listen, listen. Like I said, that's your list. That's your opinion. It's fine. Now. I'll say this. The reason why I had the Giants and the Bills on there was because I was, I had, I was, I was, well, I don't know how old I was, but basically, dad's a Giants fan, y'all, and all this and that. So when they won, I'll never forget. He was excited. He picked me up, threw me in the air. Let's just say he threw me up a little bit too high. That's all. Oh, damn. That's the reason why your head shake the way it is. Shit. <laughs> hey. Uh, Everything's out in the open now, America. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, hey, was it a ceiling fan up there? Is that why your head slowed down the way it did? Uh, <laughs> uh, help me, Lord. Please. Please. You done? <laughs> you done? Yeah, for now. All right. <laughs> America, that's my top five list that comes to the Super Bowl. Well, that's two straight weeks of bullshit, America. <laughs> hey, man, we're going to pay you for the top five list. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know what? I tried. Like... I, I, you know, before yeah, last week, on my list. before last week, on my list. Yeah. Said, do I? Yeah. 
think you just think about like who I said, this. So of course you're gonna say yes. Like like I said, if if I'm if I'm truly being unbiased, I wouldn't have had the Titans and the Rams that low. My list was clearly biased because, in all honesty, the the Falcons debacle has to be one or two. But I was being just, nice. Huh? I had that game at three. I was being nice. That's that's my point. But I mean, it's it's your list. I don't I truly don't have an issue with it, but if mine was on there, it would have been one or two. That's that's fine, but shoot, T you may, you man, you know what? You make it seem like just because okay, fine. So I had that game at four. Big deal, shoot. You gonna let? You oh, gonna, first of all, calm down. You gonna let? 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 No, we we gonna discuss this afterwards, but it's fine, fine, it's fine. All right, hey, we need to uh, get feelings alert button. <laughs> just, oh just, man, just a little constructive criticism. That's all, you know. Uh, hey, uh, I, yeah, I think it's, you, always, it's always constructive criticism. You know what? Unlike last week, I think you had a fine list. I really do. I just agree with that one point. But last week, like that was just that that was atrocious last that week. That was beyond. That was beyond. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, our opinions all don't have to be the same. Oh, yeah. Very feelings, y'all. Let's move on to the next topic of America. So maybe he can get out that funky in, y'all. It's written all over his face. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> All right, so um, let's move on to the NBA. There's been a lot of talk here at the NBA about the All-Star game. Uh, it's scheduled to – at first, they wasn't having one, and uh, now they're scheduled to have one all of a sudden, and a lot of players are showing their displeasure for it. So do y'all think – do y'all agree with it, or do y'all disagree with the players speaking out? About like not want to do the All Star game, particularly you know notably LeBron. You talking about he'll be there physically, but he won't be that mentally. Now that's stupid as hell. Yeah. Be like yeah. Okay. All right. Let me. Okay. So let me let me take this. Do I see the players' point? I I do. I mean, and I mean, I don't know, because I really have to think about what this boils down to. It boils down to two things. It boils down to money, and it boils down to safety and protocols. So I guess I'm really trying to figure out what the player's issue is. Like, I read some of the quotes. I I did go back, and I, I read what LeBron said, you know, and I read an article today somewhere. I want to say it was on ESPN um, where it was like you know, certain teams have certain protocols and some players have had to miss games because of, you know, obviously COVID and, and contact tracing and exposure to other people who may have contracted it. Con- yeah, contracted it. You know, but I... <sighs> I don't, and that's the thing. I never want to sound like I'm against a player, but this really just comes off as whiny to me because y'all been playing all season. 
Like, and, and, and if you're following protocol, damn, yeah. hold on. If, if you've been following protocol, okay, cool. And I, I get them not wanting to play. I, I, I guess technically I wouldn't want to either. But you've literally been traveling and playing all season. So why wouldn't you not play in the all-star game? Damn, I should have went first. Like, I just, where's the logic in this? I don't, I don't understand. Like, it's, it's illogical to come out publicly and say, well, we don't want to play for whatever reason. If you say you don't feel safe, why, why are you playing the regular season then? Oh, you want your money. Guess what? You still get paid for the All-Star game. If you don't play, guess what? You're going to get fined. So it's like, I feel like the player's logic has gone out the window with this because you still traveled all around America playing these games. Now, all of a sudden, you don't want to play in the All-Star game. And look, and look, it could be because it's coming to Atlanta. <laughs> Ain't nobody wearing no mask here. Well, and I shouldn't say that. People, America, they're wearing masks. They're just not, it's just not the safest place right now. Cause the governor don't give a damn about the state of Georgia. He don't give a damn about the people. And we know how NBA players are. You talking about all-star weekend in Atlanta? Trust me, the clubs are still open here. That, yes. Yes. Money makes the world go round. With them dollars. So, so, so yeah, I, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get where the players are going with this. And I really, and not the shit on LeBron, but it's just like you talking about you, you'll be there physically, but not mentally. Okay, so where your, where's your head gonna be? Are you, have you been mentally gone all, been gone all season? Because guess what, you still playing. You still traveling with your teammates. Dumb as damn. Like, I don't get it. So, y'all go. Y'all go. Now, I, I'll go. Okay. My fact, my number one thing is I agree with you, Jeff. Like, and you know, I hate that you went first. <laughs> Just like yeah. the last time. <laughs> yeah, you got me back. He got me back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, they talking about. They don't want to do the all-star game. So, you know, I'm just framing it like this. Just keep it simple. What's the damn difference? <laughs> like, what's the damn difference? Like, you traveling from different arenas all over the United States. <laughs> You're going to meet a team that you don't know where the hell they've been, who they've been with, whether they wearing masks or not, whether they following protocols. And you know, especially the ones in states like Texas, where Jason White lives. Yeah. Or or, you know, in Georgia, where we live. Yeah. Right. You know, so and you go to the all-star game, it's the same difference. <laughs> You're gonna be on the court with players that you know you ain't supposed to be with. Now I don't want to hear this jump from LeBron or none of the other players. It's ridiculous. Because let me tell you why. In the bubble, it was in the bubble. The Lakers, they never followed the rules in the bubble about restrictions. You know, they were supposed to have their masks on. It became a thing where a coach even commented about it in the post-game conference. They didn't wear their masks mm. or anything like that. Then you got, uh, you know, I, I saw footage of uh, 
who when was it? Bam Adebayo and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the jersey exchange. Little jersey exchange. You got the security guard trying to keep them apart, which uh, which I think is stupid because they just played each other on the court, <laughs> literally <laughs> breathing on each other. Like so, yeah, like, sweating. I mean, all that. But nevertheless, you know, that's what a lot of these COVID rules too. A lot of things we just doing just just for the sake of doing, but they don't have no real purpose behind it. So it, no, yeah, kind of like in schools, but that's another story. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you know, you. so, but, uh, you know, you're doing that and, you know, you go around it, you know, I mean, you know, give the boy the jersey. He stuffed it under his damn shirt. I'm talking about a game one jersey, not no f- clean fresh one. So you got another man's sweat pressed against your body, you know, and stuff like that. So, you know, and y'all do what y'all want to do. Y'all over here is changing jerseys, taking pictures over here, dabbing it up after the games and stuff like that, hugging and doing this and that. Right. What's the damn difference? Y'all ain't following <laughs> things, so all of a sudden y'all are over countries now. Right. Y'all yeah. the same thing. Right. It don't make sense. It I'm like, you just just don't make sense. <laughs> so I mean, you know, like I hate to sound like these people, but sometimes like it's been here lately where it's one thing to speak out about things, but I think that we get a little bit too vocal into the area of lunacy. Where like people are just speaking just because they know they have the opportunity to speak. Because they got a mic in their face. Yeah, but there ain't no substance coming behind it. Yeah. Like sometimes I wish they would shut the hell up and dribble about certain things. Certain things, yeah. About certain things, you know? It's certain things that you have deaf in in some certain area you don't. Like, obviously, you can relate with being a black man in America, no matter how much money you have. Yeah. You know, but as far as, like, protocols or, you know, running a league and doing something like that, mm-hmm. you should. Leave, I think you should leave that to the brand because it really don't make sense what you're saying. And everybody want to say something now to be conscious or trying to be like, you know, Kyrie Irving is the perfect example. Of a motherfucker who just say I was stuff. waiting on you to bring him up. <laughs> just say stuff just to say it. He over here talking about ancestors burning sage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ancestors burning sage. I'm pretty <laughs> Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. Nah, look. <laughs> look, nah. If anything, we we, our, our ancestors here in America were burning tobacco or something. <laughs> Sage, like, you know, you, you know, all this shit going on with, you know, slavery and stuff like that. Yeah. We burning Sage. Sage gonna save us from uh, getting our ass whooped. Yeah. Abundance, you know what I mean? So like that. If only, if only we had a, a surplus of Sage to burn, everything would be all right. <laughs> Let's stop the back. Like yeah, we yeah. NBA player, man, they they ridiculous. Yeah, they just, you know, it's all they become the cartoonists to me. It's just straight loose yeah. idiocracy. Like yeah, I I I definitely agree with you, man. Like you know, it's it's almost become laughable when yes. you put a when you put a mic in a lot of the, in front of these uh, players' faces. Yes, you know, so. All right, so my take, basically, I think it's actually dumb to have the All-Star game, despite the fact of what's going on with COVID. But at the same time, 
What I question is whose idea was it for it to be an all-star game in the first place? Because keep in mind, going back to last year, the all-star game was supposed to be in Indianapolis this year. And when, you know, COVID took over and all that stuff, um, the season wasn't going to start till January. They already said it wasn't going to be an all-star game. Now, when you have NBA players that are saying um, now, I think DeAndre Fox said it best when he was saying, you know, it's a money thing, whatever, and, and all that other stuff. I get it, but I don't think that that's something that you should have just gone out. Yeah, kind of spinal just that one point. Like DeAndre Fox says, a money thing. It's always playing basketball for money. That's what you do for a living. That's and that's all I wanted to say. Yeah, you made me lose my train of thought. You, you were talking about DeAndre Fox and and all right, so, basically saying that they're playing the game. All right, so basically, my thing is, I think it's now the reasons why the game is going to be played. You know, because of HBCU benefit and all this other stuff. I get it. That's great, but at the same time, if we're the the All Star Game is played for the fans. Let's like that. If you can't have fans, at least a, a decent amount, like if you can't have fans at the all-star game, like you would in the Super Bowl, then what's the point of even having an all-star game? I'm pretty sure you're not going to have guys that just want to come somewhere and go ahead and see what. No, oh, you went like this. Like you had something to say. So the way I feel about I mean, it, I did, but you know, your feelings the whole tour by somebody um, counter counteracting the point. So I just let you run with it. No, go what? Go ahead. No, go go. No, I'm giving you the floor. Go ahead. Go. I don't even, I forgot what you. No, why I take it? So I, here's the thing with fans. Let's say this is a regular season. How many fans are at the All-Star game? 15, 20,000? Okay. Maybe 25,000 at the most. Are you only playing for the fans that are at the arena? Or are you really playing for the fans that are watching the game on TV? Because I guarantee you there's more fans watching the game on TV than it is fans in the stands. So guess what? The fans are going to watch regardless. That's the only thing I'm saying. Yeah, and, and yeah. You know, with the point you made about, like, uh, they play for the fans to watch and things like that. If that, you know, if that was entirely true, then they wouldn't have played in the bubble. Yep. You know? It's every, everything literally comes down to money. What the NBA felt was, damn, we lost they felt like they lost too much money with it being in the bubble. You know, they, they lost enough with it where they felt like it hurt their pockets. So, okay, all right, people are getting vaccinated now. People are social distancing now. So we can social distance in the arenas. We, can, we don't have to fill up to capacity. But, hey, we can let 1,000 fans in or 1,500 fans in, and we can split them up. Guess what? You still get some kind of revenue. You're obviously going to get revenue from television because people are still clamoring for sports. So, and, and, 
and the thing about it is like you know with uh you know most of the revenue actually in in a sport mostly come from tv right that's what, yeah know, right if, yeah, 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 yeah. If, if if they weren't getting a good amount of source of revenue uh from tv they wouldn't even bother to try to play these bubble games or stuff like that and you know and you know the only reason the only problem that these owners in the NBA are having is because like you know those and where most of your point about the fans in there you know the you know the owners are losing money because they get most of those ticket gates and stuff like that for the people who actually come to the game but as far as like the association as a whole you know the TV license don't, don't, don't keep them afloat you know, but the owners are missing out on the extra money that they have, you know, internally, independently of the NBA in their own arenas. Yeah, I got you. All right. So let's move on to our next topic. Scumbag of the week. Warning, warning. There is a scumbag. When I okay, die, fuck it, bad. I want to go to hell. Cause I'm a piece of shit. It ain't hard to fucking All right, scumbag of the week. So let's start with Mr. Gatson here. My scumbag of the week is, is real interesting. And it's, it's not typical. <laughs> My scumbag this week is actually Jared Dudley. Oh, oh man. Of the LA Lakers. <laughs> All right. So Jared Dudley, <laughs> he's a a, a a a a bench player. Like he is no play time for the Lakers, pretty much. Oh. Like he might be the eleventh or the twelfth guy on the team. So he felt like it was disrespectful for Paul George to put himself on the level of LeBron James because he hasn't won anything. Um, and, 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 and I I actually agree with that, but he's a scumbag because why are you talking about Paul George, a player that starts, he's made multiple all-star teams, he's been on teams that's made, you know, Eastern Conference Finals. True enough, he hasn't been to a finals yet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's difficult uh, to do. Um, but, like, he said he doesn't, he felt it was disrespectful for Paul George to basically talk, but you don't have an issue with a player like Patrick Beverly talking junk because he's trying to feed his family. What you think Paul George is doing? He's my scumbag, too. Also, because <laughs> players that ride coattails to championships should not be talking shit. <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no need for a book. And what's crazy about the book that he wrote, he didn't even write the book himself. He was a co-writer in the book. And it was a book oh, about... He a co-writer on his own. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Like, you co-wrote a book with somebody else about being an NBA bubble. You now granted that must have been a great opportunity. So I don't even have an issue with it. Like you you saw an opportunity for something and he grabbed it by the horns. But you talking shit and people don't even know you still in the league. Like nigga shut the hell up. That's all I got to say. He's my scumbag of the week. I'm done. <laughs> 
I agree, man. Like, it's a, it's a weird trend I'm seeing here in the NBA here recently. Uh-huh. Like, all these people all of a sudden just jumping on LeBron James drop strap. <laughs> you know? It started, first of all, it started with my boy. You know, I, I love him. I love him as an uh, NBA analyst. Kendrick Perkins. Oh, Kendrick, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, all of a sudden now, he's the biggest LeBron supporter. Yeah. But when you play, I ain't never heard the man say nothing about LeBron until about a year or two ago when he got on TV. Yeah. Like, him, all of a sudden, Draymond Green out here tweeting, like, it's a shame for LeBron to be getting better in, in year 18. Draymond Green! <laughs> of all people. Who, like, called him a, who called him a bitch? You court? know what? I'm starting to believe Skip Bayless. Like, LeBron, like, he, his biggest threats are adversaries. He's trying to make friends out of them. And it looked like it's working. It really looked like it's working. It, it definitely looks that way. Everybody gushing over. Like, all of a sudden, like, you know, actually, all of a sudden, Jared, De- Jared Dudley is a big LeBron guy. I don't know where. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, I, just, hey. I really just think that just has to do with the fact that they're teammates now. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I have never heard a dude who – don't even get in it for my booty. Like the Lakers could be winning by forty. This, this nigga, I still barely touch the court. Like, how did he get so much bike time? See, this yeah. this goes into the problem that we talked about in the last set. These NBA players, they get, you know, some of them get too many opportunities to talk. I'm sorry, like yeah. if you ain't a superstar, you should just shut the fuck up. <laughs> I, you know, I ended it with that. You know, crazy. I got you. All right, I got you. But you know, I'm gonna go, just go ahead and go to my scumbag of the week. All right, my scumbag of the week, and you know, it really kind of pains me to do it. Hmm. I really, I really, really like this person. Oh shit! You know, but my scumbag of the week is Chloe Bailey. <clears throat> It is Chloe Bailey. Oh, no. Yes. I love, let me let me start off by purpose. I love the show Grownish. I really do. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, I love her, her sister, you know, as a powerful duo, you know, yeah. closest. You know, I love, you know, some of the songs I've heard them sing. You know, I love it. You know, everything I love about them. But this week, you know, I seen her crying on Instagram. About the backlash she receiving from the stuff she's doing on Instagram, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, while I agree that all this backlash is unwarranted, and you know, and that you know, these people shouldn't be saying all this stuff about her, you know, I was right there with her. Yeah. You know, little snot tears and all, I'm right there with her. Yeah. I, I wasn't crying, you know. I ain't saying that. <laughs> I'm right there with her, but this is what she lost me. This mother gonna start talking about she's not doing this for attention. She don't consider herself a sexual person, and she don't, uh, you know, she's not doing this for dudes' attention. And she said over the pandemic, she got real closer to the Lord, and you know, stuff like that. So I'm like, what? You know, so I did not see you in the bus challenge, just over here, just dropping that thing. Up and down. I didn't see you in the silhouette challenge down there making love to the flow. I didn't see you in a, another Instagram post where you just walking around in your drawers, you know, 
with, with you know, with the damn Apple's cheeks falling, following behind them. You know yeah. what I mean? I did not see you in Instagram post two days ago, mind you, or was it yesterday? You know, two days ago. Where you know you got your whole damn hip out, you wearing a bodysuit, and you talking about tiger tiger stripe. You showing your stripe, <laughs> right. which you know, which you know, which is not bad at all. Cause you know, I like I mean, strip. Right, you know, I love strip. I don't care what nobody say. You know, but you know, you can't have it both ways. No, you no, you can't. You can't. You can't have it both ways. And you know, and you know, you try to make yourself a sympathetic figure. First of all, you have no reason to be on the crying and upset because you're a grown woman. You can do what you want to do. And I, I feel like you should just do your thing. Okay? <laughs> I obviously feel like you should just do your thing. Okay? But, you, you know, you don't have to answer to nobody, like I said. But you shouldn't go on here trying to be a sympathetic figure talking about you don't do this stuff. Then why would you do it for them? Yeah. You, you and your sister used to have one together. You, you you branched out, you know, you're on your own. Ever since you branched out, you've been doing all this sexual stuff. You know, your sister got a deal with Little Mermaid and stuff like that. You know, she about to blow up and stuff like that. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, America, she's trying to keep us out relevant. She pretty, she doing a pretty damn job of doing it, too. I, I would agree. I definitely agree with that. But you ain't finna sit here and try to play victim talking about you getting closer to the Lord in church, and you're not trying to do stuff for attention. And the way you see, if you don't believe in America, go to her Instagram page. <laughs> her content. You try to tell me that she ain't doing it for attention. And and that, you know, she just wholesome church girl that she's trying to be on uh, in response to the backlash. So, yeah, that's why painfully, painfully, she's yeah. my scumbag of the week. Yeah, I, I I definitely agree with that. You can't you can't sit here and whine and cry and 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 and, and, and beg to not be criticized yes. when you're basically putting yourself out there to be criticized. My thing is fuck criticism because they're gonna do it anyway. So because they're because they're going to do it, like you said, do you? And I and I just went to her Instagram page. Yeah, you're definitely doing this for attention. Why else are you doing it? Why else are you doing it? Exactly. You're not doing you're not doing it for any other reason than attention. You're a celebrity. You're going to get attention, whether it be positive or negative. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on. Let's let let's use some logic here. That's all. Yes. Hey, sway, sway. Like shit, you doing what you doing? Just keep doing what you doing. Don't try to make it about nothing else and try to keep this whole. Yeah. You know what you doing? Stick with it. Stick with it. Yeah. Hey, you can't get either too, goddamn. Nah, you can't. You can't. Next. All right. So my scumbag of the week. Um, I really had one person in mind, but after I heard from the second person, I got to combine both of them in the both. So I'm just going to get my points across and just say how I feel. So my scumbag of the week is Brett Favre and Dick Vermeer. 
<laughs> and let me and let me explain why. So, damn, that's a good one. Basically, to give you an idea of what's going on, so both of them made some comments about Deshaun Watson as far as the whole situation involving him with management, what he's doing, and all this and that. So, let's just paint this picture. So, Deshaun Watson played on a bad team this year. They finished, I can't remember, four and 12, five and 11, doesn't matter, but it was bad. This was his best statistical year as a pro. He just got paid 140 something million dollars last year. Now, personally, I don't think he was worth that much money, but hey. I agree. You, you, get, that, you <laughs> get that type of money, you're gonna go in and sign it. Now, here's the problem. So basically, Deshaun Watson is unhappy in Houston, Texas. And it all started with the fact that his coach at the time, Bill O'Brien, traded away his number one target in DeAndre Hopkins and didn't even get a first-round pick out of the deal. Mm -hmm. That They traded him for, I think, a second or a third or something like that, and they got uh, David Rob David uh, – David Johnson, not David Johnson. Yeah, I don't think I think is way overhyped, but that's just my personal opinion. So then he gets into a management. Why? Because he's basically the franchise guy, and management doesn't come to him for consult as far as a coach or the who the GM is going to be, and he's supposed to be your guy. So I'm going to read a quote from both guys and go into it. So basically what Brett Favre said was, I think we make, um, I think we make too much money to voice an opinion. You get paid a ton of money to do a certain job and just do it. Let the chips fall where they may. What that tells me is, is basically you have no say as far as what you want and you're supposed to be that guy. You're just supposed to go out, play football, whatever the case may be is, and let everything else fall into into his place. Now with Dick Vermeil, and I had a huge issue with what he said because basically now Dick Vermeil was a guy that coached in the seventies. He won a Super Bowl coming back like I don't know 15, 20 years after he after he hung it up to come back and win. And a lot of people at that time didn't think that he was even qualified to be a coach for being gone for so long. But he got the job and they won a Super Bowl with the Rams. What his comment was, he said that basically, if you want to manage a team, then go out there and buy it. He's playing football. All Deshaun Watson asked was a little bit of respect, and he didn't get that. If you are employed by somebody and you don't get that respect and you lash out, how is it that he's trying to be the bad guy when he's trying to be flat out honest? And what really makes the situation bad is Deshaun Watson's a black quarterback. We don't have a whole lot of black owners in the in the NFL to 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 a certain extent. So what this tells me about Dick Vermeil and Brett Favre is is basically they're looking at Sean Watson as being as being a bad example. And what's really funny is all the teammates, JJ Watt and everybody else, they're they're supporting Deshaun Watson 100. percent Andre Johnson. Who was an all pro <laughs> tight for I'm I'm sorry for the Texans. He came out and said a whole bunch of stuff. He basically said that he, you know, he needs to go, he needs to leave. Look how they treated me. So 
it's just a real messed up situation. But both of me, I think these guys are basically full of shit for what they're saying. I don't think that their opinion matters in this situation. But what really makes this situation bad is they're making it, it made, they're making Deshaun Watson look bad because in their eyes, they're thinking that he's basically, you know, being childish and throwing a fit, whatever the case be, because he's not happy with management. What is he supposed to do? He's not doing anything wrong. All he asked was a little bit of respect and for him to be consulted before or before the certain decisions happen. When it came to their GM that they just got, they didn't come to him and ask, who do you think we should get or, you know, whatever the case would be. So what's Dick Vermeil's response? If you want to manage the team and run it, go out there and buy it. Come on. That's just, that's just Lucifer right there. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely agree that like it, 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 it sounds very, plantation-like, to be honest. And it's like, to me, they're basically, Vermeil, man, man I, far, okay, you you just trying to sound cle- like a cliche for the media. Vermeil, you, I'm so, you sound real racist. You sound real damn racist. Like, he can't speak for his own self. You want the chips to fall where they may, and all, like you said, Jason, Deshaun Watson wants respect. Now, that's the thing. I don't think Deshaun Watson is the greatest quarterback. You know, I, I don't think he, you know, he was worth the contract that he got, but he got it. With that type of money, and he's the franchise quarterback, there's some respect that does come with it. And for them to trade away his best receiver was real fucked up. And I don't blame Deshaun Watson for wanting a trade, but where is he going to end up? Mm-hmm. And he and it was crazy. Apparently, he wants to go to the Jets. You really think you're going to do something with the Jets? I highly doubt it. Granted, it's not a lot of talent in Houston anymore, but, you know, this – am I really surprised by this? No, because they don't want a black quarterback to have – Leverage, because it's a black quarterback. But we know this. And what really, and what really makes this situation bad is if Dick Vermeil was still coaching today, and if he had made comments like that, oh, he would have been fired. Mm, I doubt it, because he got, because he got a Super Bowl. So you know. Shoot. I disagree with everything y'all said, except for one thing. Okay. <laughs> Dick Vermeer and Brett Favre both need to shut the hell up. I agree with that. <laughs> like, uh, everything they said, like, it's just bullshit. One, Brett Favre, you forced a trade uh, to go to, yeah. the, to, go to the Jets. What's up? Like, how hypocritical is that? He damn sure did. How hypocritical is that? Yeah. So, like, obviously, he needs to shut the fuck up. Dick Vermeer, like we even heard your name. We didn't know you were since still, you won the Super Bowl. We didn't know you were still alive, so you need to shut the hell up. Let's let's just be honest about that. Yes, we didn't know you were still alive. Shut the hell up. You and matter of fact, that Super Bowl he won, he was just going low for the ride. Obviously, it was Mike March, and and it was and Mike March. That's absolutely he was going right low for the ride. That's what it was. So he needs to shut the hell up. Yeah. 
But Deshaun Watson, he need to shut the hell up too. <laughs> Y'all help me out. When did he sign his contract? What last year? Last year. It was last year. Okay. Oh, say, say that again for Damn. me. Okay, I'm hurt. Yikes. Say it again. When did he sign? Last year. Last year. <laughs> the Houston Texans sucked yeah. before he signed the contract. Well, he thought he was signing too. Yeah, that's that's his leverage right there. He know what he was doing. Yeah. Then, how many years? How many years he signed up for? <laughs> what was it five? Like four, five or six, something like that. Five or six. <laughs> Not only did you sign with Houston, after you know what they had, you gonna sign up for five or six years. Yeah. No, I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm reading it now. This was this was um this past series, this past season, he signed a four-year, 177. Dang, it was that much? Exactly, 119 million. Wow, oh, dude, oh. dude, I don't want to hear that. Change, that changes about, the narrative a little I don't bit. Hear about, uh, that changes the narrative a lot. Yes, <laughs> I don't want to hear nothing about this. Like, granted, they traded under Hawkins, but I think that was I think that was the right thing to do. I just don't like what they got in return. That's the only problem I had. Okay, I, I, I yeah. think it's a trade. Cause honestly, I don't. I think he's a little bit overrated to me. Who? I, yeah, I yes, I, I think he's overrated. I think he got maybe one. He maybe gets a lot two. of catches because he gets a lot of balls thrown to him. Exactly. <laughs> and, I, and he's not a different man. I yeah, think he, he got maybe one, maybe two good years left. After that, he's gonna be really big, be just like Sammy Watkins. Okay, I'm telling you. Okay, okay. All right, that's me personally, but hey. But 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 again, let's let's get on DeAndre real quick. He did exactly what he did in Houston, in Arizona, and it didn't go nowhere. Exactly. So you know, everybody. Yeah, he's not a difference maker. How, that how, I agree with. How about how great he is? But the thing about it, okay. So, but you know, beyond that, that's the only big difference that they had, right? Yeah. They, they still scored points this year. They still had a ton of yards. But what else changed on their team? The defense still the same. Defense still sucked. <laughs> you know, and Deshaun Watson, he he been that spectacular. He got a lot of empty yardage when they were losing. Yeah. That's all he's been doing his whole career. Yeah. But see, I'm gonna I'm gonna just I'm just gonna say this real quick. This is why I have a real hard time with with extensions that big in short amount of time, only because of the fact that if now let's take this in consideration with, with, with last year, last year's team, they got to the divisional round, they were up 21, nothing. And then, and then it was, it was, it was over with because Kansas city came back to life. So you signed that deal in that off. So you signed this deal on September 5th of 2020. And then in one bad year, things go go wrong and all of a sudden you come out saying you know you want you want out you're not happy this or that whatever the case would be that's why to me like big deals like that go to his head and I ain't gonna lie because it's like what I said before I said 144 million I didn't know it was for 170 75 you got to give that junk time you know it's not going to be a miracle overnight but it's just amazing how money can just really soak up a lot but but like Shannon Sharp has always said, it 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 magnifies who you really are. 
And this has that's been my problem with Deshaun Watson. Like people still have them have him on this pedestal because of Clemson. Because of what he did in college. And you know, my thing, he got to pass his whole career. Jason White just made a great point. This man was up 21, 21 points on the Chiefs. The Chiefs came back, but, you know, and they, I lost, mean... they lost the game. Who, who, did, who did everybody blame it on? They blamed it on Bill O'Brien. But who had a ball in his hands with a 21-point lead? And who fell with their foot on their throat? Exactly. If he was this great quarterback that everybody was expecting him to be, they would have extended that lead. They would have, you know, it would have been no coming back from 21-point lead. Great quarterbacks don't give up 21-point lead when they have the ball. You know? Uh, yeah. So, that man, he been getting a pass, all this and that. And then, you know, to me, this is like the NBA stuff. How this NBA stuff is just leaking over in the culture. I think the fact that the NBA players be forcing their way out of different teams, it, it's ruining – LeBron ruined basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I understand controlling your own destiny, but right. you doing stuff. Look what James Harden just did. That stuff is unacceptable. <laughs> you no, know? and I and I don't think Brooklyn's going to win the title. I no, don't. You know what I'm saying Houston <laughs> is in the mess. Is in because of you. Yeah, yeah. And most LeBron, teams are in a LeBron most teams are in a mess because of the large contracts that their quarterback. Yeah, has. and the teams LeBron on all of them. He left. They all in a mess because of what he wants. Yeah, because Cleveland you know? showing sure nothing. Cleveland showing sure nothing shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, they use up everything, all their resources for the future to win. And that's, the, and, and that's the second time that he's bolting. You saw how how bad they were when he left. Yeah, and the thing right. about it, they when he come, they use up all their future resources. They give away all the young talent they have to get these old veterans that he like to play with. That's all like that. And, and you know, when he gone, they ain't got no. No, uh, no real estate for the future. Nah. And right. and I'm I'm willing I'm willing to say this also, like about you know the large contracts and all this and that. That's why when guys get paid, especially the quarterback position, when you're paying that type of money, there's nothing for you to do as far as free agency. So you can't mm-hmm. bring guys in when when they know they want to get paid, and then it's like, oh well, we you know. Deshaun Watson getting a hundred and a million, I'm sorry, a hundred and eleven million in guarantees. <laughs> you can't, you can't build a, you can't build a team with that type of money going into one dude. And Deshaun, Deshaun Watson's not that dude that put it like this. Let's say if he got traded to the Jets and that contract stuck, he's not gonna be that guy to change them around. No. Just, just like that. He's gonna, he's gonna pass for five thousand yards, throw thirty-seven touchdowns, twelve interceptions, and they're gonna go four and twelve. Yeah, and then my thing is, you over here griping about want to have input on a GM like that. You've been in the league how many years? What the hell do you know about building a football team? Yeah, I would, I would feel differently if he's won a Super Bowl by now. He has. You know what I'm saying? What, is, what have you done on the field? To deserve. You ain't even won no league MVP. You ain't sniffed a league MVP. Nothing. I might you might have a little cachet if you had an MVP. Right now, Lamar Jackson has more cachet than, than Deshaun. That got more cachet than Deshaun. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
and they and they got to pay Dak. Yeah, and see, you know, I mean, Dak in the situation, you know what I mean? Like Dak, you know, he he ain't just jumping and signing a deal in which you are. You know, I mean, you know, he he has a good team in place and things like that. Yeah, he got a lot of pieces. Yeah, yeah, and um, shoot, as far as the sound, like that kind of does have a leverage. So he I'm about to say that got a bunch of leverage. He in a good situation, even if the Cowboys don't get him, you know, you know, he can get franchise again. In which, you know, I, I kind of because of the injury, I kind of changed my stance on that. You know, I said that was a big thing. <laughs> you know, I was on the record about that. And it yeah. proved me wrong because, like, you know, if he had got hurt long term, like you can play no more, and he would have had that money for that year, and that would have been it. You know, right. so right. you know, I didn't take into account that kind of risk when it comes to franchising. But hey, like you know, I I just I just, you know everybody. It's funny how when people like somebody or you know they built uh, see them based on something they did in the past. But, and that's and and, and I think and, and not because y'all, but I think that's the thing with Deshaun Watson. He's been quote unquote likable up until now. So it's been kind of hard to critique him because he's a media darling, so to speak. And now he's become outspoken. But to me, he's always been that. We just haven't seen it magnified. Now we're seeing it magnified. And but again, what have you truly done? Nothing. And then you've done nothing. You won a playoff game. One. You won one playoff game. And that was and, by the and that was somewhat by the That was luck. That was I thought, look, because I had po- I remember posting on Facebook about that. Like, uh. Houston's gonna lose this game. They ended up pulling it out, but shit, barely. Yeah, that was a look. That was some luck. That bullshit. I think they beat Tennessee that year or something like that. He got that bullshit. No, Buffalo last year. Buffalo. It was Buffalo. Buffalo. Yeah, he got and he got that bullshit uh sack attempt or whatever. And yeah, man. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, okay, y'all had y'all had a little luck on your side. That wasn't supposed to happen. That's in the fact, he was, you know, everybody talking. He was in one of the worst divisions, too. Was that the uh, the AFC South? Yes, and that was before Tennessee Titans were good. Or the Colts, you had the Colts, the Titans, and the Jaguars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, you know, I mean, that's that's good stuff. It's almost turned into Deshaun being a scumbag. <laughs> yeah, man. Really, I'm telling you, like, you know, I don't get everybody's going along with this. Ain't nobody questioning, like, you know, everybody like he right, he should do this. Like, but what? Like, well, everybody talking about he get out and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be fine but, if but he was he, like Matt Stafford. Okay, I like look at him. Thirteen years though. Thirteen. That's years. what I'm saying. That's what you say. He should get out. Yeah. It's like that. If not, if not Deshaun, right. If the, not if right he, after you just signed a big contract. Yeah. If this was the tail end of this contract, okay, I ain't got no problem with that. But see, here's what here's here's something else interesting to uh to finish this up because I didn't think about this. The Houston Texans don't necessarily have to trade. They don't. We know. Yeah. Right. right. But, but 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 here here's here's what I'm saying though. 
if he does get traded, and I, and I think he will because this whole thing is just uh, a big old circus, is wherever he goes, if, if it's not a Super Bowl, then it's really going to be criticism. Talking about uh, Watson? Yes. I, I, I disagree. I don't think they can criticize Nick. He's been going to pass his whole career. Yeah. They blame it on everybody. Blame it on Bill O'Brien. Yeah, but, that, you know, that's, that's a good, that's a that's a real good point, Terrence. Like, but no, let, let me say this. I think there will come a time where he won't get a pass because it's it, because, and I hate using my own team or my one of my uh, players as an example. But think about Matt Ryan. It took Matt Ryan a while to win his first playoff game. We had he had a couple of he had a couple of number one seeds and lost in the first round before he got his first. But what helped him? He got a league MVP. Like, so I know he hasn't been the greatest, but he couldn't avoid criticism. But part of that is he's a white quarterback in a majorly black city, mm-hmm. whereas Deshaun Watson is a black quarterback in a majorly black city. So. I don't think he will always get a pass, but like let them not trade Watson now, but eventually get traded. Let's say he gets traded a year from now. He's gonna have to win and not just a playoff game. Mm-hmm. He's gonna need to get to an AFC or NFC championship game where and, he ends up. And the fact that the head coach that I mean that that didn't do no justice either. Talking about, talking about Bill O'Brien. No, the whoever whoever this wherever he goes, this dude yeah. is that's been in the league for 27 years, and you haven't gotten a head coaching job, you haven't even been a coordinator, and you're 65. That that didn't help at all. Yeah, and that man about to be he about to be like a, a great value runner cutting the ham runner, you know. <laughs> athleticism, you know, he get all the stuff in the world, but he gonna but know that's really, gonna but that's gonna, gonna fade in really, about that's gonna fade in about four years. That, that's gonna fade in like four years. Cause he ain't gonna be always be able to run. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Damn. Woo! I love that. That was a good one. That was a damn good one. Man, I tell you, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know, shoot. Gone bad lasted longer than we thought, but it was good content. Damn, that was good. All right, let's move on to our last topic of the night. Unpopular opinions. Unpopular opinion. All right, you want to go first again? Yeah, I'm gonna take it. So this this has been a difficult uh, choice for unpopular opinion. So the opinion that I'm not giving, I will definitely say for the next episode. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Harvey, I, I know how you feel about. Um, Beyonce. I know how you feel about her. Yes. I also have a pretty good feeling about how you feel about Jay-Z. Um, oh, yeah. But I will say this. My unpopular unpopular opinion this week is that Jay-Z is mainly relevant still because of Beyonce. So, here's why. Now, Jay-Z, now listen, let, let's get one thing straight. Jay-Z is one of my favorite artists of all time. 
I believe I actually have Jay-Z somewhere in my top five all time of uh, top five artists, top top five rap artists. Um, but I, I just I had to really think about something when thinking about this unpopular opinion. I I, I love Jay-Z. I, I do. But Jay-Z was at his peak to me around oh one to I say about oh I say about oh five oh six that and that does not mean that Jay-Z is not relevant at all because Jay-Z is is still relevant but now even even in the peak of his popularity I probably wouldn't have gone to go see a Jay-Z concert because I don't believe Jay-Z can truly Put on a show like that like he would have stage presence because of who he is but jay-z people see you now because they rather see beyonce first because she puts on a much better show than you do you know so i you know and i'm, I'm just looking so and i and i said so i said jay-z's people was like oh one to oh five and i started with oh one because that's when the blueprint came out. That's my favorite Jay-Z album. One of his most popular albums is Reasonable Doubt, which is the first album. That was 96. He really getting, didn't get the notoriety for a blueprint. I mean, for um, Reasonable Doubt until years and years later. You know, he came out with Blueprint 2 a year later. Decent album. You know, but it just seemed like he became more elevated after Beyonce came into his life. And I actually looked it up. I think they started dating around, oh, I think it was 05 or 03. And they got married in 2008. Whenever you hear Jay-Z, you don't just hear Jay-Z anymore. You hear Jay-Z and Beyonce. Jay-Z can still carry his name. I'm not saying that. But there's something to be said about Beyonce. And I got a, I got a friend of mine, I got a friend of mine from high school who he doesn't even call him Jay-Z. He doesn't even call him Sean Carter. He calls him Sean Knowles. You know, that's Beyonce's um, maiden name, is Knowles. But what's funny, and I've always said this, I always felt like Jay-Z and Beyonce's marriage was strictly business. I looked it up. They actually used both of each other's last names. So Sean Knowles is truly Sean Knowles, but it's like Carter Knowles or Knowles Carter, something like, I gotta look it up again. But, I, and I, you know, this is not the shit on Jay-Z. This is not to say that he'll never be relevant because I think he'll always be relevant, but he will forever be on a pedestal because he's going to always be connected to Beyonce. And I can I can comfortably, comfort, comfortably say that Beyonce is probably the best entertainer or the most popular entertainer that's out right now. And guess what? She's married to Jay-Z. So, 
for that reason, that's my unpopular opinion. Um, he's relevant because of his wife. You know what is funny about this? What's that? I believe, I don't know, I, I, I either had this in a uh, uh, casual conversation or mm -hmm. I said this on the show recently. Uh -huh. I said, I said the opposite. I said, Beyonce is on relevant mm. because she married to Jay Z. Wow. Still, 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 uh -huh. still relevant. You know, right, 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 relevant right. on her own. But yeah. you know what? Now that you said that, I have a different opinion. I, I think it's mutually like they only relevant because of each other. Because of each other. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. and that's, I think that's and, fair. Yeah. And I, I, I agree. I think it's more of a business relationship now. Mm -hmm. You know, so yeah, hey, I, 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 I'm with you all the way. I agree. Okay. I can't wait to post this on Facebook tomorrow. I can't. really ain't doing nothing. That, he's not. He's not doing anything until he's doing something, and when we react to it, is oh shit, Jay Z dropped another album. And and one more point, he, I think he maintains his relevance because of who he's connected to. His last collab album was with. Kanye West, Watch the Throne. I didn't care for that damn album. I yeah, think I listened yeah. to it twice all the way through. It was just okay. Yeah. It wasn't a great album. It was all right. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, you know, this is the first on Rents, Raves, and BS. So y'all better enjoy it. You know, especially, you know, the ladies that are listening. For once, this is the first time I'm actually on the side of Beyonce. Beyonce is making his, I agree. I changed my mind. Ain't no mutual excuse. Beyonce is making this man relevant in the year 2021. Congratulations. Congratulations. I'm on the side of Beyonce this time. Mm. Make sure that gets noted. <laughs> uh, I'm going to cut this shit out. I'm not thinking about it. <laughs> All right. Now it's my turn. My unpopular opinion. For tonight, we're going back to the America series. And, you know, here recently, I've been having to revisit a lot of my unpopular opinions, like last week, you know, about, you know, about the Hayden thing, you know. And I want to revisit another one this week. We've all, we talked about this, you know, Jeff talked about it too. Well, you know, the cauliflower wings debacle. Yeah. I want to talk about America's obsession we're calling stuff for what it ain't. Yeah. And I wrote it specifically that way because America likes to call stuff for what it ain't. Not what it is not. What it ain't. <laughs> My unpopular opinion is that America needs to get away from this ridiculous branding of food items. <laughs> yes. A couple of weeks ago, I was scrolling on Facebook and I seen, you know, this advertisement on there. And uh, no, I think I should seen this one on TV. It was Klondike. Mm -hmm. They talking about a Klondike donut. Donut? Yes, a Klondike donut. But guess what, America? Guess where you find it? Guess what section you find it, America? You find it in the frozen section, in the ice cream section, because guess what? It's ice cream. It's ice cream shaped as a donut with a hole in the middle. But it's still ice cream. 
It's not no damn donut. It's a pie donut bar shaped like a donut. Yes. And it ain't even circle, it's a square. <laughs> it's a square with a hole in it. That's all they did. They went through the process of making a Klondike bar. They just <coughs> put a hole in it. Like, oh shit, it's like a donut. Let's call it a Klondike oh, donut. I gotta I gotta look this shit up. Yes, look it up. I'm telling you, America, it was a Reese's one or whatever to boot. So and then not only that, later on the week, I see an advertisement for some kind of about a pizza burrito. <laughs> you know, I remember that. When you think about a pizza burrito, you know, you think about, you know, you getting like the uh, the, the the flatbread to make a burrito, right? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. let's say you put some little mozzarella cheese in it. Some pepperoni, some sausage, whatever stuff you put yeah, on. Yeah, that, that's yeah. But guess what? They doing. <laughs> they making a pizza. Roll they making pizza. a whole pizza, and then they just rolling it up. This is I'm not lying, America. They just roll <laughs> it up. They just roll it up and cu- cut it and call it a fucking burrito. <laughs> yes. May I be excused? May I get something? Sure, enjoy yourself. Yeah, please. America talking. I'm telling you, they, they call it a pizza fucking burrito, and it's just a rolled up piece of pizza. pizza a lot of people, a lot of literally, people eat, yes, literally, a lot of people eat pizza by folding it in a way, but they don't yeah, call it. That, they don't call that's it New York style or something pizza. like that. Yeah, they don't call it no no pizza burrito. <laughs> and I just, I just looked up that ice cream donut. It's literally an ice cream sandwich. With a hole in the middle. Exactly. That's right. <laughs> America, come on now. <laughs> hey, I know we've been going through some tough time with all these damn Trump people, but we are not as stupid as you think we are. What, what the hell? What, what is that? Oh, Real good. Cauliflower pizza. <laughs> You, America's making pizza crust out of cauliflower in the year 2021? Yeah, I've, I've hey, been seeing hey, it. Hey, I'm not the one that's eating it. I know. I agree. I agree. You know what? Who, whoever's eating it, and I know who's eating it, that is ridiculous. Stop the madness. Either <laughs> eat pizza or don't. <laughs> no, and what's, and Jason, what's funny about what you just held up, they, they have Riced cauliflower. I've seen that too. Now, granted, the first time we had it, I was disgusted. It didn't because it didn't taste like anything, and that was really just because uh, it wasn't. I didn't. I seasoned it, but not as good as I liked. We had it probably about three weeks ago, and it wasn't bad. But don't call this rice. Don't call it rice. It's bits or chunks of cauliflower. That's what it is. It's not rice. When it comes to pizza, when it comes to pizza, it should be just hand tossed, thin, or pan, and just regular. And bread. None none of this other bullshit. And bread. That's it. Yeah, they got this pizza in a bowl. Shit, it's just fucking toppings in a bowl. It's not pizza. Oh yeah, like at all Marcos. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, I want to try that, by the way. 
Hey, 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 wait a minute now. I've I've had those. Those are actually pretty good. I believe it don't it. matter. It don't matter. It's not pizza though. It's not, yeah, don't it call can it be pizza. good. But let's just call it what it is. Don't call it pizza. Call it pizza toppings in a bowl. <laughs> not pizza in a bowl. And you know what? I probably I probably wouldn't even be upset or I would probably be inclined to try buffalo cauliflower. No. Only listen, no 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 no. Okay. Only because it's it 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 is slightly intriguing, but just call it buffalo cauliflower or call it hot cauliflower. Don't call it cauliflower wings. Wings are chicken. That's all I'm, that's all I'm saying. I mean, if you don't want to try it, to each his own. I'm not I'm not knocking you for not wanting to try it. Just don't call it something that is not. I am convinced that these companies, like they their production machines are breaking down and these mistakes are happening. And instead of mm-hmm. just they stumbling upon shit, they're yeah. like, damn, hmm, let's just call it this and save money and let's do this. Because America's <laughs> so stupid, <laughs> for it. Like, if if I was the owner of a company, I walk in the store and I see damn uh uh s'mores Oreos, I'm seeing damn pumpkin spice uh Oreos, pumpkin spice cereal. And stuff like that. I'm like, damn, America will fall for anything. And then I go in there and see a Klondike donut that's really ice cream. I'm like, hell shit, I'm finna come up with something and just rename it something. Like this that piece of burrito top cake for me. Yeah, that, like, that was me personally. I, I if you're gonna roll the piece like that, hell it's more like a piece of Swiss roll than it is a damn burrito. Cause the burrito, you know, the burrito is just full of top stuff on the inside. You know, it ain't layered. But, but, but see, let me let me let me add let me add something else to this. That's why I don't understand when certain businesses try to when you sell a product and then it's like you try to build your way around it. Like you go to Chipotle for a burrito, but you end up getting a burrito bowl, which is basically lettuce, beans, a whole bunch. Burrito is bread. Burrito is wraps. Exactly. And it's it. I don't get. But no. Cauliflower, no, cauliflower pizza. I'm I'm no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Did you did you did you try it? Huh? Did you try it? No, and I wasn't going to. You, you haven't even tried. <laughs> so let me ask you a question. Okay. So is the crust is cauliflower, right? Is the what? The crust is cauliflower. Yeah. What what do they use for the toppings and for the sauce or whatever? I'll just I'll just read the ingredients. Okay. Um, mozzarella cheese, rice flour, whole egg, flour, almond flour, uh, mozzarella cheese, pizza sauce, olive oil, salt, garlic, garlic pepper, onion, oregano, and pepperoni. Okay. So, of all the things of the pizza. You gonna take out the bread? The bread, mind you, mind you. What What are the first three ingredients you read? Rice, rice flour. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Three different types of flour, right? That's what it sounded like to me too. Yeah. Don't we use flour to make pizza though? 
Like, so what's the point? That's you still got mozzarella cheese. You still got pepperoni. Yeah. America, stop it, man. <laughs> and you know what? And you know, it ain't even America. It's the people who buy this stuff, y'all are the problem. I said with punk consumers. With this. Consumers. If you're not a part of the solution, you are a part of the problem. Yeah. And, Missy, and Missy, who, you know what? That's some like, did you buy that? Okay, I, I, I'm just about to say, if you went to the store and bought it for her, then you part of the problem too. <laughs> but if she bought it herself, then she definitely the problem. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll I'll let you tell her, I'll let you tell her that on the Zoom call. Oh, I will, I will. <laughs> you know, America, let me tell you this. Well, why are we on this? Like, I had a conversation earlier this week. You know, somebody uh, asked me, "Do I like sugar-free candy?" I said, "No." What's the point? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what's the point? Like, if. <laughs> If I'm gonna eat candy, I want sugar. Like, if it's sugar free, then what's the candy point? Is candy is supposed to be sweet. Yeah, if it's sugar free, then what's the point of eating candy? Either eat candy or you don't. I don't want sugar free cookies. Damn it, I just thought about something. If there's a sugar free sugar cookie out there, we have a problem. Yes. <laughs> man, come on, man. Like, we always. We just making stuff more complex than what it should. Let's use common sense, America. <laughs> Make America Please. use common sense again. That's gonna be my motto. Make America use common sense. Again. Sure. Make America use common sense again. That's the. What I'm saying, sense. man. <laughs> What's the point? All right. I also came across these things, sugar-free. Uh, you know the little packs you put in the water and stuff like that. Like, yeah, yeah, What's yeah. the point? Like, look. If you know, if I'm going on diet, I just ain't gonna eat it. I ain't gonna do no social. I'm all or nothing. I'm either having it or I'm not. I ain't gonna do no no, no, no colorful substitutes, no pay for euphemisms on names or about food. If you tell me, I don't give a damn. You tell me these cauliflower wings. I'm gonna get it. I'm eating them cauliflower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, cauliflower with some hot sauce on it. Like, I can go, I can go on and on about this all night, but, you know, we got to turn the flow over and plus, you know, this has been a real long show. So, those, those, those taste terrible, by the way. What, the, the buffalo cauliflower? Yeah, I've had that before. Real? Wow. Why? Huh? Why? Please tell me. I, you know what? I want you to wait. Wait. Why? Why? Be, because the because of the hotel that I was previous employed at, they I they gave it to me for free and they told me to try it out. And I told them it was the nastiest shit I've ever eaten. Oh, okay, okay. See, I, <laughs> I understand that. All right. <laughs> I ain't gonna turn down free food. I'll let you know. Hey, I feel you. Turn down you. free food. I feel you. That's one thing we'll never gripe about on this show. Nope. Absolutely right. Nope. Okay, so my unpopular opinion, I have to thank Mr. Jeffrey Gadsden for this because of a post that he made today. Now, <laughs> oh, today. let wow, me right. let me let me explain this one. So America's heard of the store Sam's Club. I love Sam's Club. I'm a frequent visitor. Go over there to get some strawberries and go over there to get some bottled water. What the Sam's Club today? But here's my issue, though. 
when I'm walking into the store, I don't need to show you my damn membership card. Oh my God. For when I first walk in there. What's the point of you asking membership card, membership card, membership card? The only time I gotta use my fucking car is the checkout. The damn That's store. It. So That's you tell me that when I what you tell me when I first walk in, I have to show you my car just to get an entrance to the door? What the hell is that about? Nothing. And guess what? And not to cut you off, but even if I'm not a member, guess what? I got to go to the customer service anyway to go purchase a membership. So I got to go through the doors anyway. Oh, my God. So I'm walking. I'm pulling stuff, pulling stuff, where they, you know, go, you know, shopping, whatever case it be. And, and, let, and let's be real. Not everybody. It, the people that go to Sam's Club are typical. Are typical are, they're Sam's Club members anyway, nine times out of ten, unless they walk in there to get a membership. It's not like they're going to walk and grab stuff and pull it and then get to the checkout line and they ask for a membership card. It's like, oh, well, I ain't got one or whatever case may be. They ain't going to do that. And and I'm going to take a step further. When I'm And, and this happened to me the other day, and I, and I swear I wanted to cause a scene so bad, but I didn't. I'm walking out of there. I'm I'm getting I'm getting the misses. Three cases of strawberries. Three. That's all I had. No cart. Walking with in my hand. Why the fuck are you taking the receipt and then scanning each item when the when they clearly say item sold three? <laughs> Why? Okay, fine. You want to scan it? You want to double check to make sure they didn't. They didn't scan it twice, whatever case, but, but guess what? Last time I checked, I got three cases of strawberries in my hand. I'm giving you the receipt, and it says item sold three. That's it. Like, <laughs> hey, stop, stop asking, um, stop asking us for a damn car before walking to the store. I swear. I just want to punch you in the face every single time. I'm not going to use it then. I'm not going to use it until I check out. And then guess what? Even if even if I scan the car and use my phone, whatever the case may be, is I can just use my phone. Yep, scan and go. Makes no damn sense. <laughs> I don't. I don't I understand don't have, it. When I'm using scan and go, I don't have to scan my membership card first. Exactly. <laughs> I just. I've just. I've just. I've just never understood that. And I mean, come on. And, and let's be real. Like I said, the people that walk into that store on a daily basis, they walk, they walk in there, they already know what's up. It is no need for you to ask for a membership or this or that, whatever, whatever the case may be, is just so I can walk in the store and look around. You don't know what I'm in there for. I can be looking around just trying to estimate who's who's cheaper between them and Costco. You don't know. Could be. I could have multiple Jesus members. I get so sick of that. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like I can see it, like you know, like when you think of membership, just think about you go to the Y or something like that. When you go in, it's perks you get as a member. You know, that's stuff you give for free. That if somebody walks in without the membership, could enjoy as well. Right. But what kind of person who don't have a SoundCloud membership enjoy that a, a person with the SoundCloud membership can enjoy? Nothing. It's the same Nothing. thing. Right. <laughs> You know, you get the same thing as a member that you get as a non-member, except for the ability to purchase items. That's it. So why is somebody at the door to stop that? Like, yeah, I, I agree. That, I never thought about oh, that. Beyond me, I, I have before. I, I have I never, before, but you know, I ain't never thought about uh, to the extent that he did. Like, you know, do a public opinion. That's he's spot on right there. 
Uh, you know, I, the thing about when we used to go here in the college, like, you know, I found that stupid too. Like, we had to be hung up next to him, you know, because he got the membership card or whatever just to get in. It's ridiculous. I just don't get it. Majority of the time, I go to Sam's for two things. Gas and water. What type of water do you get? I get Deer Park. Uh, I just get Dr. Fina. I get the I get the uh the one the one liter smart water. Uh because mm -hmm. those like 15 for 15 bucks. So that's basically a dollar, but if they have them on sale, that's some 15 for like eleven something. I snag those. Yeah. I go. Yeah, I just I mainly just go for the deer the, the 40 pack for it's like five dollars. Mm -hmm. And I get I bought two cases today. And but that's the thing. It and sometimes it really depends on the Sam's you go to because I actually I went I had to go Thursday mm -hmm. and they asked me for my card, but I went when I went in there today, they actually did not. So it sometimes depends on who's at the door. Mm -hmm. And then, and then, and then, Jeff, about about because uh, you posted this today. Stop asking me about televisions and cell phones. If I, I will come to you, don't stop me. Shoot, talking about what's I'm here shoot. for two things, and neither one of them is a cell phone or TV. <laughs> Leave me alone. Leave now, me the hell alone. Now, did you say you go to Sam Club just to buy water? And gas, for the most part, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Who the, who the hell going to Sam Club just to buy water? I, I mean, it's cheaper. I, I mean, majority, majority of the time. It just depends. Yeah, I, this, is, this is true. I mean, I, I get, get it. it. I get it. I mean, like, I really, like, here recently... I really only buy beef from Sam Club. And, and you know what? And, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Beef. Like, I don't, part of the reason why I don't, and I probably would buy meat more there often, but because I don't have kids or a bunch of people, I just don't think about it. And I could like freeze it and have a lot more, you know, obviously in bulk, but. Yeah, I mean, you know, but. It's not a media need, so I, right. Know. No, but but I get, but I do get your question though. I, I <laughs> in in hindsight, it's like damn, I'm I'm only coming here for water and gas, and then the Sam's, the closest one to me, they don't even have a gas station there. I got to go to one that's like 15 minutes away for gas. Yeah. Right. But Sam, so they they need to get it together because this it's just it's ridiculous. Cause you wasting my time. Just, just, just acknowledge it at the. Don't even have somebody at the front door. Right. Yeah. Oh, and I went have them at the end. At the end, I get. But at the front, it's not. It's not necessary. And, I don't know. And like, what you saying, like about the end, is really ridiculous. Because I haven't been in a long time. I went today, and you mm -hmm. know, I um ended up splitting transactions because you know I had to go back and get something else. And like you said, I had three things. <laughs> you know this lady scanned all three of those things. Yeah. Yeah, I gave her yeah. And she she started trying to scan everything that was in my buggy, right? Uh-huh. She realized how stupid it was. Just say, oh forget it. You know, just go. <laughs> but then and, and, and what you makes it so right your hand. And what makes it so bad is nobody's gonna steal from Sam's club. You uh, you took the words right out of my mouth. You did 
You Nobody not, can steal stuff from Sam's Club. There's no way. Too damn big. It's too damn big. If you're trying to steal from Sam's, guess what? They know you're trying to steal from Sam's. Yup. Oh, I, you know what? I take that back. I'll go for, I said two things. I, I Three. Water, gas, and the rotisserie chicken. <laughs> I've never had it from that. About that. Oh, it's wonderful. Oh, I know it is. I eat it. I'm just saying. How can we uh, Jeffrey Gas and chicken? Shut up. <laughs> you okay, no Coco Pepsi? <laughs> I, I actually, honestly, the last time I went before today, I bought a 36 pack of Pepsi that they had on the cans. I, they had on sale for like eight or nine bucks. Damn, we still got a bunch left because we don't. When they had when they had those uh those uh how holiday flavored ginger ale. Those were the bomb. I don't do ginger ale. Blackberry, <laughs> cranberry, and regular. Those suckers are good. Oh, last year I had a uh, uh, Club pizza for the first time. How was it? Pretty damn good. No, no, oh no, oh no, no. Like, oh no, that place be legit. That that be legit. Like, I've heard, I've heard the pizza and the the pizza, the drink, the hot dogs, the uh, cinnamon whatever it is. Oh, and and they be cheap too. Yeah, yeah, they be cheap. I'm just, I've never had it before. But Sam's Club employed, like I, oh boy, I want to see you push the cart or stocking something. But don't interrupt me by asking me for a damn membership card. Can't blame an employee. They just make like it don't do Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, you. I mean, they ain't doing nothing but their job. But still, but I get it. Oh damn that! <laughs> damn that! All right, America. Well, that's all we have for you. you know, we hope you enjoy the Super Bowl, and uh, most of all, we hope that all our predictions are right. You know about who wins. Yes, God. <laughs> That's for damn. We all pick. We all pick the Chiefs. Let's just, just hope and score. The score is close. We all on the Chiefs. Yes. I hope my score is right because I want Tom Brady to get in there. <laughs> get that ass whooped. Get that ass whooped. You had 38-24. I had 27-24. Jeff, you had 38-30? Yeah. All right. So we'll see. Can't all wait. Right. We shall see. All right. Until all then. Right. Yep. Thank you, America. Yeah, thank you. Oh, no. <laughs>